Shortcut to quick bucks, working all the time. Renting out your mind and saving every time. Cause in ten of those combined, they cross the sacred line and go from pocket change. I, I feel bad muting. It's such a good song. Those guys are from Canada. I'm pretty sure. Coburg, Ontario. Oh, they're coming back for more. All right, closing up. Cleo Patrick, hometown. Great. Uh, it's two guys. I don't know if they're brothers or what, but it's one guy on a guitar and one guy on a drums, and aren't they loud? Holy shit, are they good. 
for just, uh, you know, they're not quite as good as Chris Burke, but they're pretty good. They're pretty good. How are you guys doing? Welcome back. It's Monday. How was your weekend? You'd never know it. And I apparently am surprised at myself. I haven't slept in three days. <laughs> but, you know, that's what sugar is for. <laughs> Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Lots of crazy stuff going on. Um, yeah, I don't even know where to begin or, or how to begin. I don't know. I don't even, I just ramble and ramble. It just, it is what it is. If you're new, you're, you're going to be, get a helmet or a Kevlar vest or you're going to want to, you're going to want to feel, you're going to feel attacked probably. You're going to want to find some way to protect yourself. Camus Key, how are you? Let's go. Dagalon forever. 116, I know. Isn't it crazy? That's the, there's, there's multiple ways to do the Dagalon. So I, I figured there, there's this, the classic, right? And then there's this one. You can do this, you know, the slash, you know, top left, bottom right, the slash, you know. <laughs> That's a cool salute, actually. I kind of like that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. The things you think of when you're sleep deprived. The slice? Yeah, it's not bad. Slice them in half. That's what we do to our enemies. We just fucking step in there and just cut them up. Sergeant Bear, got my Diagonal on Now shirt. Awesome. Awesome. We got, I got, I'll get to it. I'm going to, I don't want to. Dude, this flag's coming. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's now my official Deadlift Day gym shirt. Dude, send in pictures. That's another thing. These guys have this stuff. Send me pictures of this shit. It'll be it'll be hilarious to put up on the on the stream. Be like, look, it's everywhere. We're, we are everywhere. We are legion. Full draw scarf says, good evening. And everyone Biden does it again. Oh, did he? <laughs> he must have talked then, did he? Because it's basically all he has to do is say words. I'm going to save this because this is definitely going to be hilarious. Let me put that in the in the queue here, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, thank you, Mr. Scarves. In my mind, ready to rage. Well, all right. I guess we are ready. Getting a new shirt and a flag. The flags are coming. Um, uh, you know, thank you to uh, Frank Mack, who's out there. I don't know if he's watching or not, but he's on. He's on it. He's working on it. I asked a couple of guys and played around and checked out some stuff. And I think we, I think we got a, I think we got a winner. I think we got a winner. There's a company in Ontario, and uh, we're gonna get the big ones. I'm gonna. It's gonna go right there. Right. Right there, right there. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna talk about that a little bit more. Boo, 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 boo. It never goes away. The advertisements do they? Um, it's cool, man. It's uh, you know, it's it's more than just a meme flag now. At this point, I've been thinking about it, and I, I you know, kind of talked about it a little bit on the the Telegram channel. If you've not been there, t.me/slash raging distant. Go there on the. You can go on your desktop client and get on your phone. It's a good app for now till it gets banned, like everything else. But it's you know. <laughs> There's the website, RagingDissident.tv, blog post uh, there as well. You get uh, email updates for whenever I, you know, type things up at 4.30 in the morning. And I'm like, that sounds okay. And then I go, oh, what was I thinking? You know, at least I was sober. <laughs> I was just tired when I write these things. Pickley from Ontario, how are you doing? He says, Monday in lockdown number three is just as effective as the first two. Yeah, it does nothing. It does absolutely nothing. Uh, sad update. I mean, not anybody I know personally, um, but sort of uh, someone I know, their their coworker got the vaccine on Saturday, got sick on Sunday, and is now dead. 69 or 70 years old, I believe, was fairly healthy, had no problems, dead now. Probably not vaccine related. But now, officially, I now know, uh, you know, directly or indirectly, like someone I know personally or I know someone who knows someone, right? I now know someone who knows someone who has died from the vaccine. Still nobody from COVID, though. Not a single one. And uh, I don't expect that to change anytime soon. Uh, Chris Burke, there he is back again for Diagalon. He's got me. Uh, yeah, I've got that one. I've got a, I've got a nice. Uh, oh, he played it himself. That's odd. Maybe we'll have to. I might have to play that one again. There's a Diagalon national anthem now. 
Maybe. We're going to vote it in. I, I think I'll be shocked if you guys are not on board with it, to be honest with you. I, you know, I made a little video, some some good guy propaganda for that. Uh, <laughs> it's our, It's a very, it's an awesome tune. Uh, thank you. Uh, D. Shepard sent that in um, to, he's like, you should check this out. I like this song. And I was like, this is amazing. And I noticed there's a lot of American versions and some European versions. There was no Canadian version of this song anywhere on YouTube, you know, no imagery, nothing. And I obviously I had to fix that right away. And I did that this morning. Now it exists. Oh, we're going to hear it. You're going to hear all about it. I want to talk about the Dagalon flag and the, and, and the, that's the new, around the halfway point, maybe around maybe in an hour's time or so. We'll get into it or maybe sooner. I don't know, but it's going to happen. Stick around. You'll, you'll hear it. Uh, Ron Lee says, no reading rainbow today. I promise. Good. I can't. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> No, no, DMX. It's Jesus, you know. War Relish 89 says, Ron Lee is your Paul Rudd. Yes, he is. That that That's actually a hilarious, that's a hilarious joke. Me and my sister were laughing about that and uh, some other, yeah. <laughs> Paul Rudd always goes on these. Is it Conan? And he always plays the same stupid show from that Mac and me. Yeah, we played that on a stream once, right? And that is exactly what he is. Ron Lee is exactly doing that. So, Al Stern, how are you? He says, my wife's grandparents just got the jab yesterday. They're in their late 80s and early 90s. I'll keep you posted. Fingers crossed. Makes me upset uh, because a lot of these innocent people are just thinking they're doing the right thing and they're scared and they got tricked into into doing something they didn't need to do. Really, I mean, the odds the odds of the vaccine with complications killing them are actually higher than the virus. <laughs> so, uh, I'm scared of the virus. I have a you know six percent chance of death. I was like, well, I'll take this vaccine. We have a fourteen percent chance of death. I'm like, well, that's substantially higher than yeah, yeah. But they get the money. Bill Gates gets all the money. Um, <laughs> Knights of the Dagalon table. There's so much I want to talk about that. It's uh, I'm pretty pumped about it. You know, it um, it's a meme country, right? And as a concept, but it uh, it started. It's become to represent a lot more than that, I think. And I was talking about this with the Diverge Media guy. I don't know if you saw that. Greg Staley, the guy. He has a name, Greg Staley. <laughs> DivergeMedia.ca. I had an interview with him Saturday. I think I uploaded the um, audio to the podcast channel on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, whatever the hell. Um, if you don't know, it's there. If you want to listen to it in your truck, I don't get all the all of these uploaded to that, but um, sometimes when I feel like it, <laughs> when, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, he was impressed. He liked that. He's like, it's pretty, well, you guys are the best, man. We have probably one of the best, uh, as far as this kind of stuff goes with like streaming online communities, you know, kind of thing. Um, you guys are amazing. Um, I've been banned from so much stuff and most of you guys follow me everywhere, no matter what happens. And I can't, I, I can't, uh, express my appreciation enough about that. And regarding the flags, I'm trying to get those made at cost. Um, uh, if they're good, we're going to get a few made. They're maybe a little on the pricey side. I don't know, maybe like 60, 70 bucks. I don't know, but, uh, I'm not going to make any money from it. Nobody's, you know. Uh, if there's anything left over at all, I'm, I'm going to donate it somewhere. I don't. I'm not interested in that. What I would like to do is have something you guys can hold in your hands, you know, and and uh, it would be, wouldn't it be cool? I mean, you, and there's going to be like uh, small ones you can put in like your car window, your truck, or whatever. Indoor flags, outdoor flags, and imagine going to a gas station somewhere and you see somebody with holy shit, that's a you know. <laughs> You're immediately friends, obviously, right? That would be amazing. Maybe my next trip across the country to the next time I drive to Saskatchewan, I'll, I'll see one somewhere. That would blow my mind. I would have, like, I'd slam the tires, but dude, what the, f you know, it'd be amazing. Uh, I can't wait, but uh, that's, wait out on that. It's, uh, it's coming. It's being done. It's going to happen. The flags are coming. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff I want to talk about, symbolism and everything. It's important, and you need to have that kind of stuff. That's why they don't let us have it. That's why all 
um, right, you know, conservative. Any anything that we would like as a symbol has to be a hate symbol, right? Everything, even a cartoon frog, even Pepe, poor Pepe is a hate symbol. It doesn't matter. It's because we like it, so therefore it's a hate symbol. Everything we like is his hate, and everything they love is, is tolerance. You know, like the BLM black power fist is fine unless Pierre Polyev wears one and it's a white fist and it says, you know, I love oil and gas, and then he's a Nazi. Real thing that happened. Liberal Party called him a Nazi. Because he's wearing it, you know, hilarious. I, I, I can't believe, you know, he did that on purpose. <laughs> I think he tricked them into that. I think he knows what he's doing. Pierre's a smart guy. And uh, I like him. I, I've, I think I'm done. I've done, I'm done studying this guy. I think he's just laser focused and obsessed. I think he feels like it's his mission in life to take down Justin Trudeau. He does nothing else but just hammer away at this wee charity scandal stuff and the Keelburgers. And he is just on a goddamn rampage trying to get him to take him out. And... Why wouldn't I mean Trudeau's not a good guy. The liberals are not good people. So I mean you gotta applaud him for that. And then you know, oh, he's got an Israeli flag. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> you know? You're gonna find something. If that's your standard where you, you find one thing you don't like about somebody, a leader, a politician, or whoever, it doesn't matter. You're not gonna like anybody. There's gonna be something wrong with everybody. You know what I mean? And um, if they're mo if they're pretty good, you know, that's the best you're gonna get. And Pierre's Pierre honestly is probably one of the best um political leaders we've had in this country in my lifetime. Uh, he's very well-spoken. He's like a goddamn detective. On top of that, he's also a detective. He's an investigator, a detective, a great orator. He's hilarious, and uh, he just gives them fits. The liberal—oh, my God. They must have nightmares thinking about this guy. He just embarrasses them routinely. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What else we got here? In 1984, Esquire. Well, very good. Good for you. A good topic to look into and talk about is UN drip. Yeah, that's the, the UN— um, with the indigenous peoples, I can't remember what that what the thing is there, but uh, they're basically going to privatize land, and the government's going to decide if you can grow tomatoes or not. Full draw scarf says, "Did you see the new Nike shoe? Did I ever? <laughs> with human blood? Whose blood is it? That's a great question. <laughs> is it children's blood? Like who? I don't know. They never elaborated that, did they? Literally a satanic. It's covered in like triple. It's a meat. You know, it's it's just shock value to make money. It's a viral marketing campaign kind of thing. But it is kind of sick and, and screwed up. And you know, yeah. And I'm not a fan. But they really they're really pushing that stuff. And it's it's if there's blood in the shoe for God's sakes, that's ridiculous. Whose blood is it? Great question. Pickley from Ontario says, it's funny you talk about meeting people at random. I've run into 10 or 12 different Patricias since leaving the military, and it's like bumping into an old friend. Exactly. That's the whole thing. Because you, they, why? How did you know they had a license plate or a, a sticker, a hat badge or something, right? Somewhere wearing the old PT jacket or something like that. That's why, um, you know, we got to have something like that, you know, and it's important. Symbols are important. It's a rallying point. It keeps people together. It's a, a unifying, you know, thing and makes you feel at home somewhere. Like, that's your people. That's your tribe. You know, flags and, you know, uh, crests, family crests, and these kinds of things. There's a reason that they're popular. There's a reason that humans do it, because we're tribal people, and we need that kind of thing, and that's why they won't let us have it. It keeps us disorganized and confused and, and that kind of stuff. So not a big fan of the line flying. Yeah, long story. It doesn't matter. Uh, Scott McLean says it's menstrual blood from the oh, only the finest land whales. Ugh. Ugh. That's horrifying. <laughs> DJ Cogdell, how are you doing? He says, don't forget to upload your stuff to either PeerTube or Podbean. I've been uploading some things to Podbean. Uh, I can't listen on Trovo because I can't lock my phone and keep the video playing. <laughs> Fuck you, make me in Diagonal now. We're getting, we're getting in there. Uh, BC is locking down just before Easter. Not surprising. Everybody's trying to lock down everything now, which is funny because the Atlantic provinces are open. Somebody said hi from Nova Scotia. Hi, how are you? This is my home area. I'm from Pictou County. Pictou County, by fucking Jesus Christ, boy. They're opening everything up on the 19th, evidently. Uh, 
for a little while, but and meanwhile, Ontario is locking down. Meanwhile, Texas has been wide open for a couple months now, and uh, nothing's wrong. Everyone's fine. Florida's been open for seven, eight months. Everything's fine. There's like 20 states. Everything's fine. Um, it's falling apart, guys. Um, again, I'm a pretty cynical dude. I usually am like, it's not looking good, uh, right? I mean, anybody that's been following me for a long time, and I'm starting to like, I'm starting to feel better about it. It's it's not good. It's going to get worse. We're, but there, I feel like they're running out of steam. It's starting to feel like at the, you know, this they started out hard. They came out of the gate hard, and they locked down, and yeah, and they got all kinds of stuff done, and the gun ban, and yeah, 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 yeah. But now a year later, it's like that guy that came out of the gate hard and halfway through the marathon, he's just gassed. <laughs> and we're way behind, but we're catching up quick, and there's a long way to go yet. <laughs> there's still a good 20K in this race, and he is not moving very quick. You know, a lot of people are seeing through this stuff. Some really inspiring stuff coming out of um, the Netherlands. Oh, man. A bunch of—the a bunch of the, the police have been brutal over there, beating people. Uh, dogs are biting them. They're running them down—literally running them down with horses like cavalry, just duh, dummying people over the head with sticks. And another big demonstration. You know what happened? A bunch of veterans showed up in their fucking smocks and their berets and shit and just stood in the way, and the police were like, oh, they backed down like the bitches they are. It was amazing. I've got some foot, some some videos of that. Uh, the, the internet decided, or somebody decided, to get rid of a lot of the footage, but it happened, and uh, it's starting to, you know, you can see it. It's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, they're starting to come up. They're starting to wake up. That's not good. Con I mean, if you're, you know, Mr. Rockefeller, that's not very good. Conrad Crew, Kurze, Conrad Kurze. Shackles to keep the lights on for my favorite Canadian bigot on a scale of I to A. A <laughs> by, how Canadian are you? A thousand percent? I don't know. Depends on what that what that means anymore. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. I'm actually American trapped in a Canadian body. That was one of my first YouTube videos I did when I came back. When I was I decided I was gonna try and do this for real. I'm a trans I'm a transnationalist. I'm actually an American in a Canadian body. Uh, unfortunately, my YouTube channel was nuked. However, some good guy superhero. Um, I forgot all about this place. Altcensor.com has backed up everybody that's been banned on YouTube. Isn't that lovely? Including me. Almost every stream, right up to 110. Got them all. Altcensor.com. It's all still there. Whoopsie doodle. <laughs> they can't win. What are they going to do? Uh, Carrot SK says, when is Diagonal National Holiday? Founding Day. I need a stat holiday. Mm, yeah, we'll have some stat holidays, I'm sure. We've got a national anthem coming up. We've got a flag coming up. We've, it's it's really it's becoming a thing. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Full Draw Scarf says, if anyone in, uh, from Ontario, the GTA area, must attend, I voted for this POS, piece of shit protest, hashtag save the kids happen what is this takeaction.ca uh, i don't know what this what the hell some guy it's a guy literally what is this um unvaccinated kids will be online protest at april 1st 11 a.m 2220 king road king city protest the fool on april fools i see i don't know who this is should i i don't know i don't know who this guy is he looks like a clown what is this about protest the fool it's involved with Doug Ford, so that's a that's a bad sign. And even fewer make it to adulthood. What is happening here? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I gotta see this. What's going on here? Oh yeah, they want to vaccinate all the kids, and people are not having that. Is this Ramstein? Ramstein! Oh, this is the lion tent, right? They're fuck around, find out, man. It's like, who do I kill first? <laughs> it's just like, I'm... <laughs> who is this? 
Night Witch? Never heard of him. Sounds good, though. Education minister. Oh. We gotta back. We gotta get the kids. You're looking at all these people. Oh, dude. People are not having it, man. It's awesome. And that's kind of the premise for him. I'm saying there, there's cracks in this system. It's falling apart because the people that are on our side that are pissed off, we're way stronger and more disciplined and responsible. And, you know, uh, we, we can get things done if we really get pushed to it. Versus these crybabies that are upset by words and mean mouth sounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and they want to go, they want to do this? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> You're not going to win. This isn't going to go well. All right, I'm going to play this Biden clip and then... Uh, I got to drink this beer, I suppose. I think that's the law. I think it's the law of the Eigelon or something. Uh, 84 Esquire says, when are you meeting up with Adam? No more news again. I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a little. Actually, I talked to him uh, a couple of weeks ago. I asked him how he was doing. Uh, he had a little uh, a child a little while ago. Congratulations, Adam. Hopefully that's going well. Um, <laughs> I don't know what. Who knows what this could even be? I... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely need a drink after. I know I'm going to. I don't, I've never seen this. I don't know what it is, but it's, go, it's, it's Joe Biden talking, so it's going to be a mess. Let's see. I'm reiterating my call. For, You're what? I'm reiterating my call for every governor, mayor, and local leader to maintain and reinstate the mask mandate. Oh, hell no. Nah. Please, this is not politics. Yes, well, in my opinion, <laughs> it absolutely 100% is politics. Reinstate the mandate if you let it down. What? And business should require masks as well. Here's a fun fact for you. In Texas, since they lifted the mask mandate, mm. cases of COVID have actually gone down. The failure to take this virus seriously. A failure to what? <laughs> Precisely what got us in this mess in the first place. He's Joe, this yeah. is just getting really sad, it is. brother. It's getting really sad. You could hardly string two words together. Risk more cases and more desks. He sounds drunk or something. Now Joe's worried about desks. Deaths. <laughs> Unbelievable. Too many desks. Look, as I do my part to accelerate the vaccine distribution and vaccinations, I need the American people to do their part as well. Oh Mask up. Mask up. It's a patriotic duty. <laughs> it's a patriotic duty? Tell me what in the history of our country has covering your face ever had anything to do with being patriotic no i think it is a patriotic duty for each of us to be able to make our own decisions on what we believe is necessary for us don't california my texas only way we ever get back to normal (laughs) all right to cheer together in stadiums full of fans oh shut up to gather together on holidays again safely go to graduations weddings so joe yeah we're still doing all those things anyway joe um None of us care. Like, we're still doing it anyway. I have literally basically changed nothing about how I mean. I still visit who I want, do what I want, and most of the other people are doing it too. Um, yeah, and we don't really care about sports ball that much. <laughs> he isn't going to last, man. You know what it reminds me of? It's like um, because people are so used to lose. That's why I think where a lot of the pessimism comes from. People are so used to losing all the time. I mean, the Clinton administration was r- r- brutal. And then the Bush administration, brutal. And Obama, brutal. Just beaten. They're just, ah! And then, you know, then Trump came and a lot of people started like, hey, maybe we don't have to lose all the time. That's good. I'll give him that. That was a good thing. He did galvanize a lot of people. And now they've got Kamala Harris and, and then Clinton. And there's nobody home in there. It's like a championship fighter that's like over the hill. 
<laughs> you know, it's like soon, someday soon, you know, uh, hmm, you know, it's like Muhammad Ali towards the end. You're like, oh, he is just not, he's going to go down, man. <laughs> he's not, he's a shell of what he used to be. That's Muhammad Ali. I know, but it's 47-year-old Muhammad Ali. It's not, you know, 30-year-old Muhammad Ali. It's not quite the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe, maybe. I think, you know. And, uh, you know, it's a global thing. Like, the people they have in charge are not, in, you know, cunning or intelligent or, you know, they're definitely evil. <laughs> but I don't think they're, I really don't think they're, uh, I don't think they can pull this off, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, having seri- I'm starting to have some doubts that they're, they have what it takes to do. Like, their great-grandparents and their grandparents were like, David Rothschild, Mr. Rockefeller, Jacob Rothschild. Like, these evil people. And they were oh, just ruthless and evil and cunning. And now they have these idiots running around. It's like the spoiled, rotten children of Monty Burns who are just, who's literally based off Jacob Rothschild, by the way. Like, if you look, look up Jacob Rothschild in, like, the 70s and 80s and look at Monty Burns, it's the same guy. It's exactly what he's supposed to be. Just this evil, rich, master, you know. And, uh, you know, they're, they're basically old and dying off, and their idiot, spoiled, retard children are, are taking over. And uh, I don't think they know what to do. They're like, well, we just tell them what to do, and they do it. They're like, that's nah, not working. And the last couple of little questionably false flag events they did didn't pan out well, and a lot of people are seeing through this 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 crap uh, way more than that's acceptable. You know what I mean? It's like ah, there might be like 9/11, for example. Like ah, there's a few people that were like, that's nah, just bullshit. But it was like less than 10% of the population. Most people were on board. Now it's like 40%, 50%. That's not a good. Uh, not a good number. That's a lot. That's a lot. And it's getting bigger by the day, not smaller. They're paying people to try and suppress this. They're paying social media influencers. They're paying the media to do it. And no one cares. No one trusts the media anymore. Trust is an all-time low. Basically, everyone with a brain knows the media is lying. Um, you know, and back then it was like there was Alex Jones and that was it. Now there's like, pff, you know, that's mainline internet now. Everybody knows this is stupid now. It's not even close. So, I don't know. I really don't think uh, the cracks are forming, Phil. Mr. Mr. Billy Bob, I got to move this. I fit, I didn't finish my protein shake. I'm going to I'm going to lose my gains. Not really. I got to put this away. Get down there, you know? I don't know, Billy. What do you think? Are you going to keep crowd control tonight? Do you think they're going to be able to pull this off? Come here. What, what do you think? They're weak. They're weak and frail. Billy, do you have to scream all the time? I'm just so excited at the prospect of their doom. All right, Billy. Go sit down. Go sit down. Help Gary. Help Gary do what he's got to do. I got to drink this beer, and um, we're going to talk about all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, <laughs> a couple more. Sergeant Bear says, me and my wife were in Walmart yesterday. No masks. And like seven people took theirs off after seeing us. You see what I'm saying? I've been doing it. I, do, I go all the place with no mask on, and people don't even bother me now. They, they were, you could tell they used to be uncomfortable. Now they're like, no one cares. The facade is falling apart. So they're either going to have to come out with, like, a new, like, super deadly virus, which risks them also, because you can't really control that. You can't really control a fucking super dead, like, Ebola or something. You know what I mean? You know, Trudeau could get Ebola or buy, like, they're just as susceptible to this stuff as they're humans, right? So that's a risky move. Uh, you know, it could get anywhere. Um... I don't know. It's I don't know what they're gonna do. It's not, not looking good. I mean, for them, which is which is fine with me. 
I don't know. Uh, it is what it is. But welcome back, guys. 100. Is it 116? Is that where we're at now? Unbelievable. I can't remember when I, I remember when I did like 50 or 60, and I was like, I'll never make it to 100. I'll be banned by then. And I did get banned, but everybody's still here. The family's all here. The whole, the Diagolonians are, are still here. Uh, Camus Key says Harris is going to suck her way to the top. She's been doing a good job so far. She must be really good at it, I imagine. 84 Esquire says they're also studying mixing vaccines now. I called it early and people know uh, people I know did not believe me. I don't look so crazy now. Crazy like a fox, you know. Uh, pumpkin Launcher says call Antifa scumbag Kevin Metcalf at number. You can read it for yourself. <laughs> I'm not opening myself up to any, you know, whatever. It's there. And uh, he, Mr. Pumpkin Launcher has some specific um, hopes and dreams for Kevin. Uh, none of them good. <laughs> and he also goes on to say, you're right, nobody around here gives a shit. It's falling apart, man. It's just starting to crack. It's like being on a, like, a leaky boat. You're like, this is not held together by much, is it? You know? It's, like the, it's, like the, it's, like the, it's just like the Wizard of Oz. Very scary at for a first. And then you start getting suspicious, and then you go, "Wait a minute! Is this just an old man behind a behind a curtain?" <laughs> yes, it's literally all it is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm in a good mood today for some reason. I should do more. I should just not sleep ever. Maybe it makes it better. I don't know. But uh, Phil's got his desk of cocaine, uh, which he's now sharing with Billy Bob. Apparently, I don't think he slept in forever. You saw his eyeballs; they were bugged right out of his head. That guy. He screams everything all the time. Dennis and Stacy. I mean, okay, I'm, if I was ever going to get raided for anything, I thought it would be for, like, you know, incitement or, or, or anything like that or, the, you know, political reasons. The police would come and arrest me. You guys are going to get me raided by, by, like, a drug, like a narc unit. There's so many drugs down here. I mean, I'm, I don't, how do you, do you have fentanyl test kits? I've got to be careful. Where I, I should be wearing gloves, man. You know, just a microgram of that can, uh, you know, I know you don't want to be, I know you don't want to be lectured. Betty's still here. Betty's, oh, Betty's sleeping one off. She's okay. But, uh, you know, Phil, you know, rides him hard and puts him away wet. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, Phil, I'm trying to I'm trying to look out for you, buddy. No, don't just... I'm talking to you. Don't press the button. I'm in the middle of telling you... Oh, for fuck... All right. Fine. Fine. Maybe another day. Oh, yeah! Cheers, guys. 116 of these... Whatever the hell this is. It's Dagalon time. Philip. They're all lit up again. <laughs> Ron Lee wants it. He can have it. an 11 he's an 11 out of four <laughs> phil how, how high are you right now a lot billy how high are you how high am i yeah how high are you right now i'm like a seven a seven that's not bad i'm a seven out of two a seven out of two 
That's what kind of numbers are you? You I don't know. That's you know. I'm trusting my security to an and oh Morelli, I saw you in there earlier. It turns out. <laughs> Turns out, you guys know who Glenn Donzig is? Glenn Donzig was the, the lead singer of the Misfits, and he's a character. He's a very interesting guy. And uh, evidently, everything he has to do is to be evil. He's all about evil. Everything's in black. The house he lived in is like a dilapidated, evil-looking shit. Exactly where you would expect this guy to live, right? And Morelli sent me this, this video, and it turns out Glenn Danzig, for whatever reason, had a pile of evil bricks in his front yard. Billy? Sound familiar? Where did where did he come from, actually, right? Um, I'm, gonna, I'm not saying he did come from there, but there's a very high percentage chance that Glenn Donzig created that brick. Uh, maybe he wants him back. I don't know if anybody can get in touch with old Glenn. I think he's like 68 years old by now, but uh, he may want it back. I don't know. <laughs> Danzig is satanic Elvis. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if he's, in, he's definitely in line for those Nike shoes. That's for damn sure. I can tell you that right now. Um... Tivor, how you doing? The voice of reason for the mask skittish just carrying extra large coffee with you while shopping. Can't drink a coffee with a mask on. Last I checked, there weren't any coffee mandates. Mm. Life hack for shopping without a mask. I almost uploaded a video the other day. I was so goddamn mad. Like, it's, it's, uh, right after I was just talking to Sean on Instagram, if you guys caught that one, it was just like, you know, veteran coffee talk time. Talking about how fucked up we are. And, uh, you know, just, you know, and we talked about just how little things can ruin your day. <laughs> I went after that, went to get a, uh, a sandwich, Tim Hortons. They did it wrong, as they always do. It's like, I want this sandwich, no mayonnaise. No mayonnaise? Nope, no mayonnaise. I said, no mayonnaise. None, zero, no sauce, no liquids, no anything paste, no spreads, nothing. I want the meat, I want the cheese on it, I want the tomatoes on it, and the bacon on it, and that's it. I don't want anything else. Okay, drive to the drive through. And wouldn't you know it, covered in mayonnaise. <sighs> so back through again. I go, hey, I need a refund. And they're like, what are you doing to refund for? I'm like, I tell them, drive up there. And they go, well, what's wrong with it? And I said, uh, there's mayonnaise on it. I don't like mayonnaise. I asked for no mayonnaise. Like, well, it comes with mayonnaise. It's like, I, I told you I didn't want mayonnaise, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the whole, that's, I don't like it. I don't want to eat it. So that's why I said no. And and this woman was just huge, enormous, just huge, like, like it was one of the hot cartel. I'm like, no, I don't want the mayonnaise. And then she rolls her eyes, like, oh. And I was like, oh, this is this is a big deal for her now, right? I was like, I'm pretty sure you're still gonna work your eight hour shift at Tim Hortons, regardless whether I'm here or not. You're still gonna be standing there. So just give me a goddamn new sandwich. Or no, I didn't want it. I said, I don't want a new sandwich. I want a refund. I was like, well, I'm making another one. I was like, I don't want another one. I want a refund. You you missed your chance. You lost. You suck at making sandwiches. I'm never, I'm boycotting Tim Hortons is basically what I'm saying. She, and then I was like, here, I don't want it. She's like, well, we can't take that back because COVID. I was like, oh my fucking God. Like you just handed it to me. That's fine. But I can't give it back because we might be infected, right? And then you know what she does? I, I'm like, well, how do I refund my credit card? Because he's a credit card. She's like, ah, she's trying to get cash out of the machine. And I'm like, I can't take cash because COVID. If you're going to hand me, I can't hand you back a sandwich, but you're going to hand me back dirty cash that's been all over the goddamn world. And she's like, nah. so I threw the sandwich. I, I hit her with it. it. It bounced off her shoulder. I was nah, fired it at her and just drove away. Didn't get a refund. Don't care. Never going back there. And then I spent the next five hours just being like pulling my hair out. Like, why can't anyone do anything anymore? It was, you know, you guys know what it's like out there. You know, this is why I don't go places. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it, it, you know, it's a funny story now. And I didn't murder anybody, I didn't go to jail. You know, there was a 20 minute period where I was like, what if I just blew up the building? You know, 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Fucking Tim Hortons. I'm done. I'm done. If I want coffee anymore, I'm going to McDonald's. It's owned by goddamn Brazilian billionaires anyway. It's not even a Canadian company anymore. Assholes. Uh, Ron Lee, tear that LCO bag apart again. That was awesome. I already did. Why is it? Oh, I, I think I scrolled down too far. WFS Texas, how are you doing, brother? I may be quiet these days because I'm feeling pretty black-peeled. Just waiting for the show to start. The previews are getting tiresome. Tired of being lied to. Tired of seeing folks gladly swallowing this horse shit. My nation's falling. Not a shot was fired. I hope folks wake the fuck up soon. Don't hang in there, dude. There is 20 goddamn states that are not having it, and it's getting worse every day. And I, this is going to be a white pill show, I'm pretty much, I'm, is what I'm telling you right now. There's there's a lot of reasons to think that this is not going to go the way they think. I mean, it's, it's going to get worse. It's going to get bumpy for both sides, and I think they're running out of steam. I really do. Full Draw Scarf says, why can people remove their mask at a restaurant, but children in school must have their masks on at all times? And did you see crews taking videos of the cages? Fast forward to the video. I did, actually. Uh, they wouldn't let him get much because, uh, you know, he should have he should just mock the Alexandria Cortez thing. Should have wore a white suit and pretended to cry. <sighs> the whole thing is ridiculous. It's it's preposterous. It's all the same crap. You know, it was it's no change since Trump was in there, but they don't talk about it anymore. It's actually much worse because they told everyone to rush the border. Now there's shitloads of kids in there. Yeah, right, Tintarian. He's a fucking senator. He's a Senator Ted Cruz. He's one of the longest serving, most important senators, actually, uh, in the GOP. And... He's not allowed to inspect his own border facilities of the country. Fucking man. He's a Texas senator and he's checking out the Texas border, was it not? Wasn't it the Mexico Texas border? It's pretty bad down there. But I mean, people will only put up with so much shit for, you know, and then and then they won't anymore. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> 10,000 unaccompanied kids. Brutal. Brutal. And that's entirely on them. It's entirely on them. Now, what do we, uh, let me just check some, some, th some, Okay, I'm just status report, Mr. Data. <laughs> Mr. Data, take us, take us away, Mr. LaForge. Um, yeah, the Vancouver stabber. Yeah, they're not going to talk about that. There was a couple of mass stabbings in BC, and uh, we're just not going to talk about it because I saw some of the video people took from far away. He looked kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Inshallah, Akbar, Allah Akbar, something like that. Uh, something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> Probably not. It's, his name is probably Joseph McDonald, super white and super straight, and has a thousand MAGA hats. That's probably what it was. Knives, right? He had knives. There's like several. There's like, there's like 15 people stabbed. Two, two dead now in BC. Just in a couple of days. Um, <laughs> no, he was not. He was not a white guy. And, uh, and, and that's what they do in this country. They pretend. Remember the guy in Edmonton ran over a couple of cops, stabbed one, and all this stuff affiliated with ISIS, was like, that's to America, and he was, like, trying to kill everybody. Was in the news for, like, two seconds and just ignored forever. Uh, right? But it's always the white guy's fault, isn't it? This is fun, hey? Lil Nas has Satan shoes. Oh, isn't that cute? You fucking people are retarded. Like, what adult would wear this? You know, I guess it's not, it's probably aimed at kids, which is even kind of more screwed up. I'm deliberately trying not to swear as much. It's hard. It's... Dude, I'm an infantry guy. It's impossible. There's never, I'm never not going to be able to do it. But, you know, I can try. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeebus. Um, rapper Popstar is putting out a limited release of Nike sneakers that are all about the Prince of Darkness and his kingdom. I played in the, you know, the pre, the countdown. I, I do that so people can have notice. I usually start these at 8 p.m. Eastern. I, I fire it up at 15, 15, 10, 15 minutes early so you get like a notification on your phone. You have time to go grab, you know, Doritos and lube. Whatever it is you do <laughs> for these. 
<laughs> you know, and I don't like to just start and go because people, you know, it takes a little while. So, and I played the, the Tom McDonald song, Church, great. I don't, you know, not a super religious guy myself, but I, you can appreciate a positive message when you see one. It's encouraging people not to, you know, he was, he's had a bad alcohol problem and he, you know, beat it by all accounts. He's doing quite fucking well. Him, Jesus, see, I, I can't stop. <laughs> Him and his girlfriend, whatever. It's a great song. It's a great message about, you know, overcoming some of your personal struggles and having, you know, demons and this kind of thing. You know, meanwhile, this guy, this guy has a video uh, where he's literally being sodomized by the devil. <laughs> it's aimed at children. 20 million views. He's got a Nike shoe deal and all this stuff. So it's like, what does America really value? What does the entertainment industry really care about? They could easily make Tom McDonald a massive star if they wanted to. They don't want to. Why? Well, because he's a good guy. And they don't like those. They want this. <laughs> they want Satan shoes, apparently. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> oh, really? The church the leader of the Church of Satan thinks the video is awesome. But really? Imagine. Imagine. Um, part in the song here, even though the ridiculous of it all, it's definitely a moment. Oh, for Lil Nas and gay representation in pop culture. He's apparently a, a gay rapper as well. The song and video unabashedly queer. One of the lyrics reads, shoot a child in your mouth while I'm riding. I'm watching a black pop star strut around in underwear and heels may be embraced by much of the public and his fans feels momentous. He's not talking about actually firing bullets at children, but ejaculating. Classy, this guy. Isn't that nice? Yay. You know, this is what we're this is what we're propping up as content in, in America and in the world. Fantastic. Wonderful. Meanwhile, in, you know, clown world, <laughs> Montana Senator complains local meth producers can't compete with Mexican imports. I went I miss the good old days when when good American meth producers uh, could just make their meth and not, you know, have to compete with, you know, outsourced to super powerful drug cartels. You know, mom and pop operations, you know, guys in trailers in like, you know, um, like, uh, you know, tidy whiteies and like weird Aryan Brotherhood tattoos and, you know, that kind of stuff. The good old days when, you know, your crank was made local, American made, you know, small business owners. <laughs> this is real. I can't believe this. This guy says this. Oh, listen to this guy. The flood of Mexican meth, Mexican heroin, Mexican fentanyl. 20 years ago in Montana, meth was homemade. Mm. It was homegrown. The good days. And it had purity levels less than 30%. Today, the meth that is getting into Montana is Mexican cartel. <laughs> it's funny, but I, I understand what he means. He's just really bad at communicating. Basically, the, the, what he's meaning, what he's meaning, what he really means, I think, is that uh, the drugs coming in from Mexico are much more powerful and addictive and destructive and deadly versus, you know, the shit that was peddled back in the day. So, you know, uh, the Mexican drug cartels have taken over the drug trade in America, and that's not good. The Mexican drug cartels are very, very powerful, and they are evil. They are real bad. They will cut the heads off your children. Some of the stories, whew, you know, I mean, there's gangs, and then there's holy shit. I mean, they're they're just, they're scary, dude, you know? Uh, but, I mean, I thought that was funny. Because, just Jesus. I, I, he didn't mean it to sound that way. I'm sure he's a good guy. <laughs> um, let's see. Cam Esky says, because you can't, let's let George. What's George? Curious George? George W? Who are we talking about here? George Carlin. Usage of the word. I'm, I'll only say that one for later. Usage of the word fuck. It's got a lot of applications. Uh, Pickley from Ontario says, hey, Steve, none of that shit is good. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, I mean, the, the pandemic's been hard on a lot of people, a lot of jobs lost. It's, uh, you know, 
it, it's bad. A lot of people are hurting. A lot of people have lost their employment and, and you know, opportunities and a lot of suicides and overdoses, despair, etc. So we need to spend our money wisely. There's there's upcoming food shortages. The government's spending money recklessly and crazy. We're going to have inflation. My nose is itchy as crap again. It's has something to do with the shower, the hot water. It makes my skin dry. Trying to, I feel like trying to listen to me talk must be exhausting because I talk so fast and it goes so many places. So I'm basically what I'm saying is you want to be responsible with your money in, in hard times, right? Like like it, like running a household. Like if you lose your job or you lose hours or whatever, you, you, you should tighten up your purse strings a little bit, right? And, and not make frivolous expenses. Like a $32,000 statue of Greta Thunberg. <laughs> How dare you? I need to stitch you. Why don't I have a statue? Are you fucking serious? Next week, Winchester University in Britain will unveil a bronze statue of Greta Thunberg that cost $32,000, £23,000. Amid student outrage, Winchester University has laid off a tenth of its staff and made cuts to library services. Both the student union and the university college have slammed the statue. I can't imagine why. There's a crippling mental health crisis among students and well-being services are crying out for additional support. And our view, the unveiling of the statue next week, shows that these issues are not their priorities. <laughs> really? Statue was commissioned in 2019. However, since then, there have been like Again, before the pandemic or whatever, but is this really, really, is this a good use of your fucking money? I would never... If somebody came into my office, I'm, I'm for whatever reason... I'm one of those like stupid corn cob pipe. I've got like a sweater vest on. I'm like 50 pounds smaller. My hands are basically made of cream because I'm a you know a UK intellectual you know professor fucking person. Even then. Um. Hey, professor. I think we should spend. I want to stretch with Greta Thunberg. Um. Can you explain to me why universities should pay 24,000 pounds for a statue of a petulant little girl with pigtails? Um, because she's a global hero. Mm. Can you can you turn to your left, please, Deborah? Oh uh, yes. Okay, that's that's proper. Thank you. Ah! <laughs> now that's probably stung a little bit. Why don't you take a walk around the grounds and come back and and reflect on your decisions and and see if you think differently about the frivolous expenses of our university's money? Thank you, Deborah. Who's next? Um, we have a young boy here who wants to have a. <laughs> Swimming pool arranged in the image of George Floyd. Oh, by God. We should have let the Germans have the eugenics program. This is outrageous. How these people become so ridiculously stupid. <laughs> $32,000. I don't know why they don't like it. I mean, I would love a $32,000 massive statue. Great to tune the boog. I need to stitch you. How dare you not like a mustache? We want, we want to, we want to lay, we want Elon Musk to laser beam this face into the face of the moon. This angry <laughs> God. No. Cancelled goodbye forever. Now some good news. <laughs> In a moment. Uh, 84 Esquire says, here is where the Star Trek, the next generation, predicted the future we're in. Did they? <laughs> oh God. Oh yes. When was this? Oh, with the skirts? What's going on with the skirts? Men in skirts. Why men wore miniskirts on Star? I don't remember this. I don't ever. I don't want to see this. I turn it. Get it off my screen. Get it off my screen. Eighty-four Esquire again. With is this the same thing? Yes. No. No more skirts, you guys. Mister Texas, if I have a statue erected of that premature afterbirth of a cunt, can we tear it down? I'm okay with tearing that down. That statue. Yes. Stare that statue down. 
build it into build it back better into Billy Bob bigot bricks, and then build barricades of bigotry around your bastardized buildings of big. <laughs> I don't know. There's many other uses for for masonry work and statues and, and so on. Other than that, Canada's paused its human experiment with AstraZeneca. Wait, 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 what? Could there be something wrong with the vaccine, guys? There's no way that's true. That can't be true because they're safe and totally safe. Remember, we were told and told and told there's nothing to fear. There's nothing wrong. Well, too late for, you know, this person's co-worker I talked about earlier who is now dead. A little late for that. And everyone else that's been dead uh, because we've been saying for months and months it's untested. It's ridiculous. There's only an interim approval order by Patty Hajdu or whoever. They've actually not gone through tests. It's not approved by the FDA. It's not been properly tested or approved at all. They're doing the tests and trials on human you right now. Um, and you're saying, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. It's not real. Well, um, now they've apparently figured it out. And uh, whoops, so we're right Canada's again. National Advisory Committee on Immunization, or NACI, is recommending an immediate pause in the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine Weird. in all individuals less than 55 years of age in Canada. Huh. This is based on the evidence of rare instances of vaccine. Is this based on the evidence that there's an election coming up and this massive fucking disaster of you being insane, the most criminally negligent government in the history of the nation might potentially play into your election hopes? Is that Could that be? No, probably not. Continue, Mr. Man. Pro-thrombotic immune thrombocytopenia, or VIPID, mm -hmm. following AstraZeneca vaccination reported in Europe with associated high case fatality and related serious out associated with a high case fatality but it's fine it's super safe it last week it was super safe we need twice as many vaccines ignore the fact that there's 20 countries in europe that are like yeah we don't we're out because this is killing a shitload of people but no now all of a sudden now that we've killed enough people i guess we we need to open we need to look at it more outcomes as chief medical officers of health we are acting decisively with our unified position to pause the use of AstraZeneca vaccine hmm. in Canada in those under age 55 at this time. <laughs> Canada's National Advisory Committee on Immunization. <laughs> Dude, this is like, this is like the, oh my God. You know what this feels like? It's like being in a baseball game and you like, um, or football or something, like some kind of like, uh, or basketball maybe where you're running a, like a system. You know, and it's like we should win because we're doing all the right things and the other team just gets off to a lucky start. They got a big lead. It's like, no, we just keep plugging away. We're going to win. It's like, you guys are conspiracy theories. Not right about it. And there is, is this all coming true over and over and over. We're just batting a thousand. Look over the left field wall. And that's going to be another home run for the anti-vaxxers. It turns out they were right after all. They've just recently admitted that, oh, I guess that maybe the, maybe the virus did come from a lab in China and it wasn't bats after all. That's all been openly admitted now. That's a grand, wow, that's a grand slam, Tom. I have never seen uh, this level of consistency from this team. Well, that's going to go right over the center field wall, right out of the stadium. I haven't seen a home run that long. Since uh, since Mark McGuire was pounding Trenbolone for breakfast, that is quite a that is quite a banger. I don't know how this team is going to recover. These are some serious uh, <laughs> driving in some serious power here. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. Coming up next, uh, sponsored by Pepsi and Coca Cola. Reasons why you need to get the vaccine. I guess. Wait, wait, wait what? I thought we just, we just told them that it's bad. You still want me to run the ad? Are you fucking? I don't know why the fuck I work here. I don't give a shit, it's a hot mic. I get paid nothing. I was on ESPN, motherfucker. You know who I am? 
I don't give a shit. All right, uh, messages right after this. Uh, you know, maybe some advertisements from General Electric. I don't know. Ford. I don't care if it's not a company. I'm just mailing it in right now. I basically just, I just tanked my entire career. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been drinking since 9:30 in the morning. I mean, it's Corona cost. No one cares. I haven't worn pants since September of last year. You can only see me from the top down. It is what it is. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys having fun? We live in a fucking stupid world. Ah! Meanwhile, it gets it gets so much better. It's so much better. Just when you think the liberals couldn't get stupider, here we go. It's been a while since I've been able to do this. They just come to me, and I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm so excited. It's been so long. Yes. Yes. Alrighty. <laughs> Alright, Billy, let's go! Let's go. Let's go. In a world run by complete and total idiots, there's a man with an impeccable haircut who frustratingly is always right about everything. Mr. Speaker, am I to believe that Prime Minister Trudeau just accidentally gave his mother a quarter of a million dollars? Uh, build back better? Uh, uh. A party so flummoxed, so frustrated, so beside themselves with hatred for someone they can't outsmart. Brought out the only weapon they knew how to use. This has always worked before. We'll just say like we've always said, he's a racist Nazi and we'll win. It's backfiring! Pierre Poyev wears a white sweater baiting the stupidest enemies in history to say the stupidest things you've ever seen. He's a white supremacist! It's got a white fist on it! I deliberately chose that sweater knowing you would say this and dig your own stupid grave. Now let me adjust my smug glasses and sit down that since I'm batting a thousand. What are we gonna do? There's nothing we could do! He's just smarter than us! When he wears a sweater, all they see is a Nazi. And nobody is gonna buy it. Coming this summer, the worst political gap in history. Pierre Polyev is a Nazi because he has an oil sand sweater on. These people are legitimately trying to be serious politicians. Rated R for retarded. <laughs> 
for real though. He has an oil sand strong shirt with a white fist, and that makes him a white supremacist Nazi. Forget the fact that he's that they're wearing Black Lives Matter power fists, the Antifa power fist, nothing. But because it's the wrong color, he did this on purpose, dude. There's no goddamn way. Pierre's a jeet dude. There's <laughs> he sat there with his wife in the morning. Like this is what I imagine happened. His wife's from Portugal, right? I think she's like, they got their, their, he's got this beautiful family, and he's like, they're going out for a picnic. He's out with his family, right? Or whatever. They're going out having a day. <laughs> and what pictured here, he's looking down at his daughter, I think. He's holding her hand. And he's like, oh, we're getting dressed. And he pulls out the sweater, and he's like, ah. And she's like, oh, Pierre, come on. PP. I bet she calls him PP, big PP energy. You know, in the bedroom, right? I mean, super straight. <laughs> Big PP energy. PP, come on. Are you really going to? He's like, he's like, I got to do it. She's like, no. I mean, do you know what you're doing? He's like, they're going to, they're going to walk into this like a fucking bear trap, like an idiot. This is literally, this is Pierre Polyev's. This is the equivalent of a box with held up by a stick with a candy bar under it <laughs> tied to a string. And they were like, ooh, free candy. You idiots! You moron! Oh my god! And this wasn't like some crackpot. This was the Carlton, the same writing he's in, their official Liberal Party account. And they said the following in regards to this. <laughs> Polyev sure loves this hoodie. Do his loyalties lie in Carlton or Fort McMurray? Well, he's from, he's from Calgary, so. Does he deny climate change? Oh, my God. And what's with the clenched white fist? A white supremacy symbol, really? What does Polyev stand for? Who's he fighting for? We'd like to know. Wouldn't you? They wrote that tweet and clicked send and went like this. Fucking got him. <laughs> Dude, he fucking, he probably tweeted that out and then looked at his phone. It was just like, and he's like, oh my god. Honey, look at this shit. Look at this motherfucker. Look at these idiots. Oh my god. Dude, this guy's a legend. I don't care. There's no way he wore that on by accident. You know what I mean? You're a professional politician. He's a very high profile guy in the country. You know, he like so for in, in the people in the states, they're not close to really the same people, but like level of like notoriety and influence. He's basically Ted Cruz. He's a Canada's Ted Cruz in, in, in that level of like, you know. And you think, you know, nothing he does is by accident, ever. <laughs> you know, he wore this shirt, look at it. With the, is it a white power fist? Oh, yeah, oh, clearly it is. Clearly it says, it says right on there. You can't, if you rearrange, it says oil sand strong. But if you look really hard and use your secret QAnon decoder rings, it says kill all the Jews. It says it right on there. How do you not see that? How do you not say, how do you not see it says kill all the Jews? <laughs> Look at this stuff. Oh, oh, it's amazing. And yeah, look at this guy. A Angelo, I don't know who this is. The party leader who's le worn blackface an uncountable amount of times. He literally can't remember how many times. Is accusing Pierre of being a white supremacist. <laughs> this is amazing. And look at this. Two black women wearing the same shirt. <laughs> My God. It's just an aesthetic. It's a black shirt. You know what goes good on black? White, like the fucking Diagonal flag. It just looks good. No one designed that and was like, secretly, though, let's kill the Jews, you know? No one was doing... <laughs> 
Oh my god, he's just amazing. I love this guy, man. I <laughs> ah, dude, there's no way. There's no way. That's too funny. And and he just goes after these people, man. Like, and, and there's the, the conspiracy people. Like, there's there's a lot of them channels out there. Like, he's secretly doing this and he's secretly doing Ted Cruz was born in Calgary. Calgary just pumps these guys out. Maybe, maybe they're related. Maybe imagine they're cousins. Pierre Polyev is adopted, actually. Did you know that? So maybe. Maybe him and Ted Cruz are somehow related. But um Dude, you know how much work he does in a day? He doesn't have time. He's so, the, the amount of shit that he does and the research he does, and the, he's just so intent. This guy wakes up like the fucking Terminator and he's like, this destroyed Justin Trudeau. And he's like, <laughs> shields are down to 40%, Captain. Keep firing, keep firing. He's just coming at them constantly. And it's fucking amazing to watch. And it, so I don't, I don't like the people that are like hammering on him. Like this guy's fucking, he's made it basically his career of the last year to just single-handedly bring Justin Trudeau down from his ivory tower and just pummel his head into the fucking, die, you know, it's amazing. I really got to pee, but I want you to watch this. It's insane. It's amazing. And uh, you'll see exactly what I mean. This guy's, he's, you gotta, you gotta give him, you gotta give him props for this. It's outstanding. Be right back. Carlton. Mr. Speaker, the Prime Minister claims his office had nothing to do with half-billion-dollar grant to a group that had paid his family half a million dollars. But there's something about the timeline that doesn't add up. I have the contribution agreement that gave we the half-billion dollars, and it was signed on June 23rd. However, the Kielbergers got authorization to start spending taxpayer-reimbursable money on May 5th, Whoa. six weeks earlier. Whoa. Did the Kielbergers speak to anybody in the PMO on May 5th? The Honourable Minister. Mr. Speaker, um, as committee members have requested, um, I have testified at committee and provided this information. As we have confirmed, the contribution agreement was negotiated between the professional nonpartisan public service and this information is all on the public record. Mr. Speaker, the member opposite seems to be very concerned about students and youth. It would be great if Conservative colleagues would stop holding back Bill C-14 so that we can help students with interest relief, so that we can help Canadians from coast to coast to coast as we are still in the midst of the pandemic and we have a lot of work to do. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Well, member for Carlton. Well, the question was, if the Kielbergers spoke to anyone on May 5th, they had to have found out somehow that they were eligible to spend taxpayer funds on May 5th, and it certainly wasn't from the contract, which was signed by that minister <laughs> on June 23rd, unless they have some telepathic abilities. It turns out they don't have telepathic abilities, but they do have a telephone. And they spoke to Rick Dude. Thice, top advisor to the Prime Minister and Cabinet on May 5th, the day they started spending money. Will they let Mr. Rick Thice be nice and testify at committee and answer questions? <laughs> so, the so now he's Dr. Seuss also. He just, he's rhyming burns. This is so easy for him. He's like getting bored and making rhymes out of it. He's rapping the destruction of Justin Trudeau at this point. It's, I mean, you got him fired. <laughs> He's so comfortable and so not fucking, you know, intimidated by it. He's like, oh man. <laughs> he's so nice. He said it twice. Like, oh, now you're doing nursery rhymes. It's, it's a joke at this point. And he's doing really good. His investigations are just, uh, 
Oh, she's a minister? Unfortunately, yes. I think she's the minister of diversity. Something like that. So, you know, Pierre, I would normally salute you, but you're going to get one of these today. You get a diagonal and salute, sir. Well done. Well played. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Hang on. We got to go back. Got to go back. We got to go back. Oh, my God. You guys are wild. Uh, Bob Barker says, did you see the Ontario Health Minister fake get the AstraZeneca shot live on TV? They all, they're all doing that, yeah. Then a few hours later, Ontario government stopped AstraZeneca shots. Oh, like he knew they were going to be stopped, but he went forward with the bullshit anyway. They're so full of they're, they're full of shit. And everybody sees it. It's not working on anyone. They're paying. They're, they're desperate. And they're paying crazy amounts of money. They're, they're teaming up with Facebook to convince people. Vaccine hesitancy, it's called. They're trying to battle the vaccine hesitancy. We got we to gotta convince people. Well, why do they need convincing? Because they don't believe you? Because you think they're full of shit? Because you are. They're paying social media influencers all kind of money. And not saying who, which is actually illegal. They have to disclose business partnerships with people, and they're not doing it. Um, ridiculous. Scott McLean says these clowns were calling strokes cerebral vascular accidents. <laughs> Yep. Full Draw Scarves says they made shirts for the sheeple cult available at Walmart. Oh, good. That's great. What kind of shirts? Oh, my Lord. Look at this. I mean, Walmart doesn't really. Social distancing is my superpower. Everybody versus COVID-19. Horrifying. I mean, they don't really. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, you don't really go to Walmart to find like, a, you know, Elon Musk is not recruiting rocket scientists at Walmart. I'll say that much. Crisby says we need radio like. We need radio like this. Ron Lee, send a link. I'm scared to open it. Oh, I have to sign in to convert my age? Well, I can do this. I can copy and paste. And I can go to my other thing where I'm already signed in on a backup channel. Joke's on you. What is this nonsense? Fucking bitch. Wanna know why these pants are dead? Carol fucking Baskin. I love this. Wanna know how that turd got there? Carol fucking Baskin. Wanna know how it turned gay? Carol fucking Baskin. Do I know why I can't play a core right? Carol fucking Baskin. This here dog used to be a tiger. You wanna know how it changed? Carol fucking Baskin. Fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. Bitch. Yes. <laughs> I've heard that one in a while. Those were the good old days of the early pandemic days, the early Corona Pop days. Corona Pop? Who am I talking about? Bob Barker says, you know what I like about all this stream? No commercials. Sponsored by the ProPatria Coffee Company, ProPatriaCoffee.ca, veteran-owned and operated. Get it today. It's so strong, I haven't slept since last Thursday. I may never sleep again. Anyway, what was... <laughs> CRJ says, Big PP is the master troll. Where's our war poster of this great man? Uh, we may we have it somewhere. We, we'd never take it away. I mean, it should be my fucking... Ba I should just make it my background. I really should. Um... I wonder if there's like a better version. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, a brutal metal version? That's a good one. All right, Pierre. How loud is that? Not loud enough. Pierre, no. Just because they have an oil sand shirt. Pierre, it was just a tweet. Pierre. There's no need of this, Pierre. <laughs> Pierre, no. A flamethrower isn't necessary! They already resigned, Pierre! They resigned! Line them against the wall! No. 
He's got death in his eyes! <laughs> Hilarious. Fucking Pierre. He just, he leaves no, he's got, he's no, mer no mercy, that guy. <laughs> what were we just big pp energy he is he's big pp he can't be stopped cam is key says ted cruz was born in calgary yeah i read that one thanks yeah he is it's always mr pierre it's from full draw scarves oil and sands i believe is indigenous owned that's even funnier to me gdr maker dude you know what's hilarious gdr maker he was on uh an after stream with um uh, pvt boomer he has a functioning original macintosh computer it works. He turned it on. It does things. It like it blew my mind. It, it <laughs> I've had phones, smartphones that last as long. He's fucking still banging away. He does his taxes on it or something. He said. <laughs> anyway, that's who that guy is. He's got a bunch of old heirlooms. I think he's. I think he has a piece of John Wilkes Booth's head or something in his garage. GDR Maker says, "Have any of you noticed what I have? Cruz, Berta, T. McDonald, Berta, PP, Berta, and so on. Albertans are infiltrating to bring Dagla. They could be. They could be doing it. <laughs> could be happening. Oh man, everybody in Texas isn't dying. That's another. You know, speaking of Ted Cruz and the wonderful world of Texas, um." <laughs> I'm sitting in a Texas bar surrounded by maskless people looking at folks on the street walking around like life is normal talking with nice and friendly faces feeling like things in the world are more or less normal case and deaths attributed to COVID are like everywhere else falling dramatically imagine if you pay attention to only the media fear campaigns you would find this confusing more than two weeks ago the governor of Texas completely reversed over a month ago now isn't it the devastating lockdown policies and repealed all his emergency powers that Biden he, he wants the desks to be saved well, with the egregious attacks on rights and liberties, there's very something un-Texan about those lockdowns. My hotel room is festooned. I've never seen that word in my life. I don't know what it means. With pictures of cowboys on horses waving guns in the air. I fucking love Texas. That's why it's a, that's why it's a central part of Dagalon. Texas is very important. Along with the other depictions of rugged individualism facing down the elements. Yeah, hell yeah. It's a caricature, but Texans embrace it. Because it's kind of true. Then a new virus came along, as if that had never happened before in Texas. And all the new Zoom class took the opposite path, not freedom, but imposition and control. After nearly a year of nonsense, governor finally said enough is enough and repealed it. Towns and cities can still engage in COVID-related mischief, but at least they are no longer getting cover from the governor's office. Uh, and everybody's fine. California governor said that opening Texas was absolutely reckless. Absolutely reckless. Greg Popovich, head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, says it's ridiculous and ignorant. CNN quoted a nice owner said, I'm scared of what this is going to look like. Vanity Fair went over the top of the headline. Republican governors celebrate COVID anniversary with a bold plan to kill 500,000 Americans. There was the inevitable Dr. Fauci. It's just inexplicable why you would want to pull back now. It's inexplicable, Mr. Fauci. It isn't it. Francis Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. He's a, you know. Revealed himself to be a full-blown lockdown. It's a big mistake, he said. It's hard to escape the conclusions that it's also a cult of death. A cult of... We're the death cult now, guys. He accused the governor of sacrificing the lives of our fellow Texans for political gain. Another doctor and a tweet liked by 20,000 people says, Ending precautions now is like entering the last miles of a marathon and taking off your shoes and eating several hot dogs. Yes, that's exactly what it's like. Doctor. I read this from a doctor. <laughs> I'm in a silly mood today, so I'm, you know, I'm just in the mood for it. Where is it? 
I know it's here. Okay, sit down. Places, everybody. Quiet, please. I'm trying to... What am I mute? Am I invisible? Can you not see me? I'm trying to talk here. Thank you. It's about time. Very loud. Unnecessary. We will simply trick everybody. <laughs> with our doctors informing the public that doing anything opposite of what the doctors say will result in complete genocide of the children Doctors. <laughs> what a great doctor. He was so right. He must. He's clearly very trustworthy. Best-selling author, Kurt Eichenwald. That sounds like a Nazi name. He flipped out. He said, God damn, Texas already has five variants, super variants, super duper extra death variants that have turned up Britain, South Africa, Brazil, New York, and California. The New York and California variants could weaken vaccine effectiveness. And now idiot Greg Tap. Oh, yeah, he's clearly an idiot. Throws open the state. He called the government murderous. This just keeps going. Epidemiologist Whitney Robinson, a doctor. I feel genuinely sad. There are people who are going to get sick and die because of avoidable infections they give. It goes on and on and on. Oh, spoiler. It didn't happen. <laughs> there we go. Right down another. What can we conclude? Uh, it suggests the lockdowns had statistically no observable effect on virus trajectory and resulting severe outcomes. As for Texas, the results are in. Oh, look. Nothing. <laughs> Oh, look, everything's fine in Texas and in Florida and in North Dakota and South Dakota and Montana and Idaho and 16 other fucking states where everything's fine because there's nothing to worry about. Meanwhile, in Canada, the flu no longer exists. It's it's just amazing. It's amazing because we trusted our doctors. Oh, this is just something else right here. <laughs> from a previous low of 14,493, the flu, the flu season from 2015 to 16, great year. Had a great starting lineup, great relief pitching, excellent designated hitting. Uh, we only had 14, nearly 15,000 flu cases that year. Now with a extremely depleted pitching staff and uh, no real batting uh, power, no out, no slugging power really on the team whatsoever. 64 runs this year, only 64 small runs in total, 2020 to 21. 64 cases of the flu. <laughs> As you can see, the average is closer to like 30,000 or so. 2018, 50,000, nearly 51,000. The previous low in the last, ooh, I don't know, six, seven years was 15,000. Now we have 64. 64. But, you know, um, that's because social distancing and masks and so on and so on and so on. But still, there's cases and, you know, there's cases. The, the COVID is in a... F 
Okay, so if your mask and your social distancing and all your nonsense are effective in stopping, they destroyed the flu. The flu doesn't exist, which you were never worried about in the first place. Uh, but it's also completely ineffective at stopping COVID, which is everywhere. We're on the 15th wave. There's 5,000 variants. Don't you people understand? The governments have unleashed all the variants. Everybody's going to die. All the fish are boiling in the sea. Planes are falling out of the sky. The moon has turned into blood red. The sky's on fire. Trees are burning. Trees are committing suicide. They turn inside out and explode like Claymore mines. The super variants. Nope. Nope. None of that's happening either. <laughs> Maybe they just took the bread. I love the bread analogy, you know. I've got a whole wheat bread bag and a white bread bread bag. And I switched them. Now, magically, the whole wheat bread is now white bread and vice versa. The flu is now COVID, and COVID is now the flu. <laughs> no, it's not what it is. There's no re I mean, clearly, there's just no flu anymore. Anywhere, ever at all. Yeah, and if you have any questions about this, you are a dangerous conspiracy theorist. We're only down- there's no, the flu has only dropped 99.8%. Just doesn't exist. <laughs> sure thing, Becky. Okie dokie. Okay. Okay. Blah. Good lord. Um, there's more. There's more nonsense. Oh, and, and, you know, back to Texas again. Two weeks after the media predicted catastrophe, as we just talked about, Texas's COVID cases dropped a record low. Huh. Hospitalizations are their lowest since October. Following the lifting of mask mandate, probably because people don't want to murder themselves anymore. <sighs> Joe Biden labeled the move Neanderthal thinking. That's a that's a rich move. That's a funny thing to say from a guy who literally doesn't have a brain anymore. COVID cases in Texas have dropped a record low while hospitalizations are at their lowest since October. Oh, oh, earlier this month, Texas Governor Greg Abbott announced an end to mask mandates and a 100% reopening of the state by March 10th. That was uh, 20 some day, three weeks ago. And uh, if COVID incubates in a week to two weeks, everyone should be dead. And there was the Super Bowl in Florida. I, I mean, we just keep saying the same things over and over again. Um, the announcement was immediately met by a wave of hysteria. This is basically the same story. Uh, you know, from plan to kill 500,000 Americans. And there, there's no, they're never going to, like, apologize. They're just going to pretend like they didn't say this stuff. That never happened. No, I never said that. Who was it, Bonnie Henry, who said, there's no point in wearing masks. Masks are stupid. You're going to touch your face so much more. I mean, they don't stop you from getting, you know, it's pointless. Don't do that. I never said not to wear masks. I've always supported the masks. Uh-huh. That's not what I remember, Bonnie. <laughs> I don't remember that. And look at this. Do you guys want to see some North, some North Korea-level propaganda from CBC? I don't know why no one trusts the media anymore. It's just, you know, it's bananas. It's absolutely bananas. Banana stand. Um, Michael Carr says, I hope Sockboy gets AIDS from his boyfriend and has a Magic Johnson press conference. That'd be too good for him, you know. Al Stern says, every day it's getting closer. It is. It is getting closer. Matt Brick says, I'm sober since two weeks ago, but I almost do see the, don't see the point with nothing to look forward to in this fucking mask world. Stop wearing it. It's it's coming to a head, man. People are, people are, uh, you know, they're having enough here soon. It's, it's really getting, I, and in Europe, it's really getting crazy. There's a reason I'm not reporting on any of this stuff. 
They're laser and they're, they're just all, the only thing that matters to anyone in the media or the political establishment is COVID. That's it. And they ignore literally everything else. Maybe they'll talk about that ship that got stuck for a while. Maybe for a minute or two. But then it's back to the super variants and all this kind of stuff. It's retarded. Dirtbag welder. Typical welder. Dirtbag is back. Dagalon now. I agree. Look, look, like, I mean, this is just insane. This level of uh, <laughs> propaganda from CBC. Up, These rallies are held across Canada. The mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. These protesters are anti-mask, anti-vaccine, and COVID deniers. COVID deniers. Do you think COVID is a hoax? Yes, I do. 100%. Their claims. What did I say? Like, is it a hoax? Like, that, that's Alex Jones's angry face on the side of the truck. They'll find people. It's not. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it exists. I think it's a real virus that exists, except it's really not a big deal. Um, it, I mean, I don't know a single fucking person. Anyway, let's just. You'll see. It's debunked by experts. Oh, it's debunked by experts. There, that's all you need to know. It was debunked by experts. Period. End of story. Moving on. Still, they're spreading all over social media. Many people argue that this pandemic was a pandemic. A lot of it feels very planned to me. We're going to build an entire... This bitch. I... Okay. Why are you calling her a bitch? You're going to see in a minute. This... People like this... I almost wonder if she's being paid. You'll see in a minute. Army to stand up and say, not only no, but hell no. Sherry Tenpenny is a prominent anti-vaccination advocate. Sherry Tenpenny, of all the people to interview and put on CBC, and I mean, how many people are in the world are there that, that are, you know, intelligent, well-informed, doctors, the Great Barrington Declaration, for example, dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens, numbers I can't, doctors, uh, all the countries in Europe that are like, yeah, problems, you know, all the states that are open, they're pretending as if there's not, a, a, you know, a massive amount of people that know better than this. But they've, they're focusing on Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Let's listen to what this brilliant, uh, the, this beacon of, of, you know, just, you know, love and hope and just a, just a real soldier of the people, Miss Tenpenny is. She's hosted virtual boot camps. Virtual boot camps. That's a good idea. Uh, you know, you can, you know, you know, have people, you can teach them what's really going on. You can give them facts. And, I mean, she's a doctor. She can show them, you know, statistics and, you know, teach them how the virus, viruses work and how ineffective the PCR, you know, test is. It doesn't really test for any specific virus and the cycling and threshold and all and on, right? Right? You can just show people things, right? Because your main concern is getting the message out there that this is completely harmful and insane because you are a doctor and you you care about people's lives and the suicides and the overdosing and, and all of this living in a nightmare, right? Clearly, right, Sherry? Charging about $600 Canadian. Oh! Oh, she's charging $600 for this state-of-the-art fucking high school children's drawing that she has here. Wow, this one's got like, oh, it's like got sharp edges, like it's exploding. Wow, it really pops. Great graphic, Sherry. Is this, this is $600 for this. You know, sometimes people send me money if they want to. It's free. You can watch this for free. Most people do. But Sherry, that's going to be 600 to listen to Sherry's wisdom here. To share her theories and tactics. We signed up and asked epidemiologist Colin. Was that person on video wearing a mask? They sure were. Oh, God. Up and asked epidemiologist Colin Furness to. And like other said, the epidemiologist, some guy who's reading a script. 
weigh in. Three themes. And they go like number, like it's like the government's official approved how to debunk the conspiracy theory people so you don't sound stupid. Like when, when you're when you're the pro-vaccine people, like, well, I read it, I saw it on CBC. And it's for idiots. Just listen to this gore horseshit. Emerge from this boot camp. And we've noticed them in our research, too. Did you? Did you notice them in your research? One, COVID isn't dangerous. It's not. 99.9% survival rate. So, you know, the vast, vast, overwhelming majority, perhaps the, you know, how many graphics did we say? Where there's like, on the scale of like deadly viruses, it doesn't even, it's a blip on the radar. You wouldn't even notice it. We shut down the entire global economy over a flu, a, a flu virus. Essentially correct, but that's going to cost you $600 to hear that. So, you know, thank thanks CBC for letting out that essential, I mean, man, that is some powerful information. That uh, that was worth that was worth $600. In a time when everyone's lost their jobs and, can't, and inflation's out of control, grocery lumber prices are through the roof. But Sherry needs $600 to tell you that. COVID is dangerous. If everyone in the world got COVID, 50 million people would die. 50 million people over the age of 75. If everyone over the age of 75 got COVID, 50 million would die. Out of 7 billion, 8 billion people, what are those numbers exactly, Mr. Doctor Guy? Mr. Genius Dude? 50 million? What is it at now? 5 million, 6 million? Mm, I, I really feel like that's a drop in the bucket. I really don't think that's... First of all, you're going to mass infect everybody. That's never going to happen, for starters. Um, that, let's continue. That is misinformation. That is misinformation. Moving on. That's all you had to say. Two. There you go. See, CBC told you. Done. The end. Moving on. This is... They're not even fucking trying. The, the people working here are just... They have the imaginations. I mean, Billy Bob's got a better imagination than this. COVID vaccines are harmful. He's literally a brick. This the vaccines are harmful. Didn't, didn't the government just stop the vaccine? Didn't I just play like 40 minutes ago of them saying it's dangerous, high fatality rate? Now, yeah, I think I did. But this was made four days ago. And CBC confirmed they're not dangerous because it said so on TV. I'm smart. I'm as smart too smart. This is genocide, people. Okay, that's an insane thing to say. It's not genocide, Sherry. We've now inoculated millions and millions of people worldwide. We have not seen a jump in mortality. Three. <laughs> well, 20 countries in Europe sure fucking did, and they shut it down, including ours now. So, whoops. Nice hands in your pockets, by the way. Three. Governments conspired to create this pandemic. Governments conspired to... <sighs> That's such a straw man argument and an oversimplification. But I mean, again, it's CBC. It's for the dumbest people. You know, they're not paying any attention. They don't know what the hell is going on. And they can't really digest information that takes longer than 10 seconds to think about. So it's a political agenda at the very top to take the entire global economy to its knees. Yes. It's hard to find. Again, that's six hundred dollars. I've been giving this for free. Motherfucker. All you people. There's thousands of people that watch this stream. You all owe me six hundred dollars. Apparently, I'm apparently just as she's a doctor. Where's my degree? I now a doctor. Dr. Revel. Dr. Revel has been saying this for free the whole time. Philip, why didn't you tell me I could be bilking these people for hundreds of dollars? Find anything that governments around the world could possibly agree upon. Really? There's nothing that that governments around the world could possibly agree on, like the United Nations, like Davos, like the World Economic Forum, like the Bilderberger Group? <laughs> Are you sure? Are you really sure? Nothing. NATO? Nope. Nothing. You fucking need... <sighs> I think they would agree that you need an exercise and diet regimen, doctor. It doesn't make sense. 
There was Oh, he said it doesn't make sense, therefore it doesn't. Goodbye, moving on. This is so fucking And this is what people I mean, I know people like this. They would link you this two minute video and be like, debunked. The Reddit people the neck actually that's debunked. Tips Fedora buys another thirty action figures. <laughs> There's also talk about vaccine passports, digital proof of the COVID-19 We're going to get into that in just a minute. Any advice on what's going on with these vaccine passports? Tenpenny's business partner says some hackers have told him they may try to forge credentials. So, again, ignoring entirely the insanely unethical, unfreedom, un-Canadian, un-American, unhuman idea that people need to be forcibly injected with something that is, again, completely not necessary so they can have freedom passports. That's the issue. But CBC is going to sidestep that and go, people are making fake passports and make that the issue. Ugh, they're so dishonest. In the background, this is what all the hacker cracker folks that are really pissed about this are working on. Oh, good. The idea that they might try and circumvent that actually, I think, represents a pretty serious public health danger. You're a pretty serious public health danger. I'm going to say your BMI is also a public health danger. This guy's probably, a, you know, a couple more Boston cream donuts away from heart disease. Um, they, they just they're acting as though everyone again. My dad was talking about this. They, they pretend like everyone wants this. Like, the, the vaccine passport is already a foregone conclusion. Like, well, yeah, everybody's going to get... Like, a driver's license. Like, there's people making fake driver's license or fake passports. Yeah, that could be an issue. There, there. I mean, there's people talking about making fake COVID passports. Isn't that insane? No, the fact that they're even pretending... That you're even talking about these things existing is insane. Doctor. But, again, don't address that. Hunt told us he's not involved, nor does he support the hacking of vaccine passports. Right, because there's no other thing to, there's no other reason, there's no other angle you could be talking about vaccine passports, right? Asha, that's not a real name. Get a real name. You know, Ashley, Ashlyn, even, you know, Asha. And Tenpenny said she stands behind her boot camp and makes no apologies for earning a living. Asha Tomlinson, <laughs> CBC News, Toronto. She's a doctor! Earning a living. Okay, that's grifting, all right? He's been fucking grifter. You're selling, you know, obvious... This isn't secret information. This isn't like, wow, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charge people for this. It's so intense. Like, this isn't like, okay, it would make sense. Like, she's going to charge $600. It's like, this is going to take... This is a 12-week course, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. This is going to eat up most of my fucking time. It's very technical. It's very complicated. I've had to put a ton of work in. There's PowerPoint slides. There's take-home work. There's documents i got to send you. There's PDFs you got to read. It's super labor-intensive. And $600 per course per head, I think, is a fair market value for the amount of effort and work I put into this. Okay, Roger. So what did you do? Uh, what did you do? I've got a little graph here I drew with a marker and, you know, Nah. <laughs> Come on. That's the definition of a fucking grifter I've ever seen one in my life. But again, clearly, I think CBC just put us all to shame, I think. I, I don't know. I think they completely destroyed. They just picked me apart, didn't they? <laughs> oh, no, that was me. That was me. I, my God. This is why they won't talk to people like me or anyone with a brain, because it would just be like, aren't you cute? Headlock uppercut. And then they would be dead. <laughs> Not literally, CBC. I mean, metaphorically, in the in the sense that um, we're way smarter than you, and that's why you zero in on the crazy people in the crowd to say, there's no such thing as germs, you know? And the guy with the Alex Jones truck, like, that's who you'll talk to. But if there's someone that's well-spoken, knows what they're talking about, and can easily pick apart your argument with very obvious things, like I just did, you just don't film it. 
I was Greg Staley was talking about that. They just love, they just up the, bring the boom up, and then when you say something crazy and stupid, they bring it down and they film you. Oh no, and they take it away. Oh, they're saying smart things again. Oh wait, they're being crazy again. They're so full of shit. They're so and you know I don't know why people don't trust the media. It's it's really insane. Uh, there's a hilarious story about that here, where it's like, is it the American one? Uh, it's CBC making fun of the, of America, for, <laughs> because no one trusts American media. It's the most tone deaf. Ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Oh, do I not have it? I must. Come on, come on, acknowledge. Where is it? I'll wait. I'll go through this whole thing. Uh, maybe I don't have it. Where is it? I know I kind of been, but anyway, I do have it somewhere. That's my email. Uh, do I not have it? Phil, Billy Bob, somebody, can we play elevator music in the meantime while I look for this? <laughs> Amsterdam video, Biden vaccine passport, no, 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 where is it? I guess it's not here. But yeah, see, uh, it was an MSN article, and it was CBC uh, weighing in on how, uh, why nobody trusts the American media anymore, because they're just not doing a good job. Like, at CBC, you're way, you're even worse, you're worse than even just CNN, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Goalie Girls Rule says, here's six. Thank you very much, sir. Cocaine rim job. CRJ, as he's affectionately known. Actually, this was debunked by Snopes. I'll fucking debunk Snopes. Debunked them right in their stupid neck. But it, 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 would, it would feel like you could punch them in the neck easily. It wouldn't even hurt. It's just a gelatinous mass. It's like hitting a waterbed. <laughs> Your fist might get stuck, actually. <laughs> he's eating it. It's eating my fist. I only know how to eat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Lee says, next couple on me. Well, I suppose we can. Crisby, happy hour. Thank you, man. We all need to laugh more. Of course. Just mock them ruthlessly, and they don't know what to do, especially if you're right, where it's like, you know, it's one thing to get really angry at them. Look you're fucking man. Because then they just point to you being angry and unhinged. It's like, just mock them. Be like, Sherry, are you telling me that you really, <laughs> you know? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, mm, are you sure, Sherry? <laughs> then other people laugh and they think it's funny. And you can see it for what it is. It's the only if it's funny, it's because it's true. Nobody laughs at jokes that aren't a little bit true. They have to have some truth in them to be funny. Otherwise, it's stupid. It makes no sense. It's not a funny joke. Uh, it's an exaggeration. It's hyperbole, maybe. But there's got to be a, there's got to be some core truth in the joke, or it's not funny. So I just you know just make fun of them and people laugh. And go yeah. They are stupid and full of shit. Like I just did to CBC. Yeah, that is a stupid, one-sided, narrow-minded, empty-headed, zero-substance, like a house built on stilts with no basement-level stupid thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't we have some meat? <laughs> Why go to that voice? CRJ says, I don't want to know how many 600s I've sent so far. 600s? Uh, that's why my credit card is harder to pay off now. Dude, don't burn your credit card. It's insane. You, please don't. Full Draw Scarf says, I think I got COVID back last December 2019. So did I. I had a bad, uh, like a sinus infection for a while. And I had a cough for a couple of weeks. I was sick. I was like, oh, man, I've been sick for a couple of weeks, longer than usual. And then I was fine. Uh, a lot of people were actually. I remember that. I think it came and went. And it didn't have the desired effect they wanted it to. And now they're like, fuck, let's just pretend. Let's just pretend it's super deadly. I don't know. Uh, why I woke up at 2 a.m. in cold sweats and felt like shit. I never had that. I had a bit of a fever for a day. I had some turmeric tea and went back to work the next day. Also heard if you are negative, oh, negative, chances you won't get COVID or have light symptoms. 
My doctor's on our side. I'm O positive, so I'm invincible, apparently. <laughs> positive attitude. O positive. Deanna says, everything we hear is an opinion, not fact. Everything we see is a perspective, not the truth. Got fact-checked as false, saying Marcus Aurelius didn't say this. Because <laughs> they know, right? Actually, Snopes was there. They knew Marcus Aurelius. They were his best friend, and they, so they never said that. Oh, well then, there you go. Um... She says, I never said he did, for fuck's sakes. Thanks for all you do. Appreciate it greatly. You're welcome. Thank you guys for being here. It's, uh, I appreciate it greatly. Also, thanks to uh, Chantel out there who has a TikTok channel who's been using uh, my clips. I, if you want to do that, go right ahead. It does nothing but help me. It's not like I don't want people to see what I'm doing. You know, no, don't share my clips. This is a secret. It's on the internet. I wouldn't. <laughs> this isn't a secret private conversation. I don't want to deal with TikTok. I can't handle it. It. Bleh. Um, posted some of my clips, 10,000, 15,000 views or something in a day. So that's cool. I think it's, what is it? Hot Mess Express Mom, I think, is her TikTok channel. You can go there, post some links. She got in trouble for trying to link people to the channel. I don't know. Go there if you can find it. If she's in here, post it in the chat and let people know. Um, but if you, if you want to do it, please do. I don't mind at all. I find it hilarious. It's fun. Uh, and I read that. And Mr. Blackmare is still here. How you doing, Craig? You're a legend. Subscribed. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, can I face swap you again? Was that you? No, never do that again. That was horrifying. I still have nightmares about that, dude. It was really scary. Now they're doing the now they're doing the, the passport crap. Well, we gotta I'm gonna do this and then it's then I, then we gotta talk about we gotta talk about Diagalon, the flag, how awesome it is, and the Diagalonian national anthem. It's a it's <sighs> You guys are gonna like it. If you don't, I don't know you. If you guys don't love the Diagalon National Anthem, it's a vote. I mean, if you guys don't like it, we don't have to like it. Um, if you don't like it, put it, put an O or a circle for Circulon. That's how we vote. You know, O. If you do like it, you can put a slash in the chat. I salute the slash. You know, Derek's in there. He says it's awesome. Why are you not a moderator? What kind of, what in the world kind of... Travesty is this. There we go. That's fixed. Uh, I might as well just do this now, actually, since we're talking about it. Where's my... Uh, I gotta reset my brain here. Oh, doctor. No, don't quit while I'm live. Jesus, I almost <laughs> shut the stream down. <laughs> That's the wrong box you checked. You checked the wrong box. I was gonna try and find my uh, notes here, because I was talking about this yesterday, and... Um, there it is. There's the flag. The great, wonderful Diagolonian flag. Um... That's it, right there. It's great. I made this as like a like a meme. <laughs> it was supposed to be a joke. Because it starts in Alaska, down to Florida. It's a diagonal line. You know what I mean? Um, but the more I looked at it, and I kind of thought this, like, ah, you know, I, I just had like a cursory idea of like, oh, maybe, you know, this or whatever. But I didn't really think about it that much. I literally made it on, a, on an app on my phone in like five minutes. Something like that. People are already voting for it. You didn't even play the song yet. Uh, will it sound like Reich music? Uh, kind of, Gary. It sounds old school. It sounds like old European war music, kind of. You know, it sounds like something they would have, they would have, sounds like something somebody would have wrote in World War One. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, D Shepard, I don't want to, I don't, I don't know what his first name is. I don't want to say it in Doc's guy, but he sent it in to me and I was like, this is amazing. And I've literally listened to it like probably four times a day now. No, it's not Hellmarch. You're going to you're going to like it. I if you don't, I don't know you. Turn in turn in your plaid and leave if you don't I'm just kidding. You might not like it, but I really really do. And I was like, 
this is the one. This is the song. This is the national anthem. If this is not it, I don't know what could possibly be better, but I've been looking for one, and this has got to be it. And there was American versions with, like, imagery, right? And European ones, European. But there was no Canadian one, so I fucking made one. And I'm going to play it for you here in just a minute. But that's the flag, right? And, you know, it's like this, this represents the states and the provinces, north to south, whatever. Um, but at the same time, in all seriousness, I mean, it's a meme country and it's funny and it's a joke, whatever. Um, but I really appreciate you guys. And it's, it's been a hard year. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't mean like, oh, man, it was kind of a shitty year. A lot of people are committing suicide. Mental health is, is really on the rocks. A lot of people are not doing good. Um, I have a lot of bad days myself. I don't know where I would be without this and without you guys, what I would be doing. I couldn't imagine trying to handle how insane. Yeah, Pi Mace says we're in hell. It feels like that a lot of the time. Where would we be without each other right now? You need to have that community and that sense of, um, you know, belonging to something or somewhere. You need to have people that you can, you know, talk to and feel like you're not completely insane. And the media is trying to do that. It's trying to make you feel like you are insane. No, you're crazy. You're an anti-bat. You're whatever. Well, you know what? There's thousands of us now, and we all are. We can't all be crazy, could we? And uh, you know, it's, I, I'm going to wait. This is going to be on the on the ADL hate speech <laughs> hate symbol for sure because we're not allowed to have symbols, and symbols are important. That's why they banned them. That's why Pepe the Frog was banned. You know, the Proud Boys colors were banned. The fucking Confederate flag of the United States is banned. And yes, I know, the slavery and whatever. But it's part of their history. And to take that away from somebody is just wrong. Um, I mean, like the great grandfather, you know, what, the family members of these people still exist. It was a part of their history. It's part of their, you know, their culture. And their and, and it's, it's, you know, if you're part of the southern United States, a lot of people uh, related to that. And it doesn't mean they're racist or like want to have slaves. You know, just like if you're whatever state you're in, whatever province you're in, you like your, your provincial flag or your state flag because that's where you're from. That's your home. Holler high water, good or bad, that's, that's where I'm from. And that represents me and my people and my family. Right? And that's why we have those things. That's why we have flags. And, like, it's important to people. So I thought, fuck, we should have one. You know? And what, what is a good one to have? I like the colors. Black and white. Because it is a black and white situation, isn't it? Which team are you on? Are you are you pro freedom? Do you think we should be forcing people to take vaccines, force them to stay home, force them to lose their jobs, force them, force them, force them, force the kids, force everybody? You have to. That's authoritarianism. And they argue. The guys are arguing. It's, no, it's communism. No, it's fascism. No, it's. Like, I don't want to. I don't care to debate what breed of wolf is trying to eat my kids. You guys can do that if you want. I'm loading the 12 gauge and getting ready to blow that fucker's head off. <laughs> okay? The wolves are coming in and pointing out, Is that, no, it's a timber wolf. Idiot, it's a gray wolf. Boys, it's wolves. It's bad. Let's get, let's deal with it. You know? So you're either on the, on the page of government overreach and government extreme amounts of government power and, and giving them agency and, and being able to dictate what goes in your body and where you can work and where you can go. Because, and again, for a virus that's not a, that's not a threat to any of us, unless somebody in here is 75 or 80, yeah, it might be. But we're, you know, most of us are not, you know, octogenarians. I don't think there's a lot of people in this stream in a senior's home. But they want to force us. And, and you know, the globalization thing is really real. So, so whose side are you on? It's undisputable at this point. There's an organization. The UK is doing the same thing. Australia, New Zealand, the United States, no matter where you go in the Western world, the governments are all on the same page with everything, and it's not good. 
And and you know this is what to me this is kind of what it represents. You're the people in the middle, the white, the the good, the light side, right? <laughs> you know, it has nothing to do with race. Hey, if you're on board, if you're on board with us, if you feel the same way, you think the same way, that's cool with me. I don't care. That's all, all I care about. I don't care if you're white, black, whatever. <laughs> Are you a good person? Do you believe the things that we believe? Come on in. Are you a goddamn Cirque? Get out. Get out. And that's who this is. This is the blackness. You're surrounded. And uh, you're you're being a hit from both sides. But we're unified in the middle and we have each other from fucking coast to coast, from top to bottom, and it's international. There's Canadians in here. There's Americans in here. There's Australians. There's, there's, there's British people. There's Irish. There's South African people that watch this. And there's been real-life friendships and, and, you know, uh, relationships that have been that have been made out of this this isn't nothing it's pretty cool there's a lot of people in the chat now who know each other personally in real life as a result of this because they hey hey there are people that think and then think and feel like me and i'm not insane you never were insane but they almost make it feel like you're you're crazy to challenge the status quo or say anything outside the box so that's you know that's kind of it. it's the rebel flag it's a symbol of defiance to me and uh, what material good flags made out of? We, we got a good one. We're working on it. You'll see. That's what it is, you know, and it's black and white. <laughs> Which team are you on? Are you pro fucking freedom and humanity and you know, just decency and sanity? Or are you part of this crazy system world where they're selling Satan shoes with human blood in them and the crazy nerd guy wants to block out the sun and COVID passports and all this? It's one or the other. So we got to cut them in half. We're right there in the middle of it, you know, and we got to hold each other's backs. And that's what it, that's what it means to me. It's, it's the fucking goddamn rebel flag. And it's kind of scary, isn't it? You know, if you don't know what this is, what does this mean? It's just, a, and it's just, it's kind of rough. It's just somebody takes like a, a paintbrush, you put it in paint and just, <laughs> it's the slash. It's very simple, but uh, you know, I really like it. So we're going to have all these flags um, made They're You know, uh, Frank Mack is working on that right now. Uh, we're going back and forth in the email. He's taking the lead on that. So if you see him around, there he is right there. Thank him very much, Mr. Mac. People are wanting to pre-order it, dude. Wait till we get them, and once they're under control, um, we will get it to you. Uh, Frank Mac himself, he says, hey, Rays, I got a bone to pick. Jessica and Gary have to carry that heavy wrench around, do all your dirty work, and haven't even gotten a T-shirt. Come on, man. You're right. You're right, Frank. You do deserve it. <laughs> can I do it from here? I can. Boom. There. There you go, Frank. You deserve it. You've been here a long time. And, you know, it's a team effort. You guys are sharing the, you know, it's become a community thing, and that's that's pretty goddamn cool. But what kind of meme country, and it's not even a meme country, it's an attitude thing now, and there's, again, they're all over the world. There's people in the States. Some of these people are in California. There's people in Texas. That's cool. <laughs> Alberta, B.C., Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Ontario, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, Quebec, uh, I don't think there's anyone in New York from here, but I mean, that's kind of scorched earth, really, at this point. <laughs> Again, the UK, whatever. That's pretty cool. So uh, I think we need a national anthem. And I saw this song, and uh, I was like, this is amazing, but we need a Canadian version. You know, it's really for everybody, right? But I, there isn't a Canadian one. There's an American one. There's other, you know, there's other versions out there. But the song isn't tied to any nationality. It's basically the spirit of, uh, you know, we're ha we've had our... Uh, we all feel like this, don't we? Our homes are being taken away. The, the world we grew up in isn't here anymore. And we don't really know when that happened or, or how. <laughs> we were busy with our jobs and our lives, and all of a sudden you woke up one day and go, what the, what the fuck is going on? You know? 
This isn't right. Like, this isn't the home I remember. And I want it back, and you son of a bitch, I'm getting it back. <laughs> I am not. There's no surrender here. Fucking Diagolonians do not surrender ever. Ever. So I had to go, and uh, I had a little light bulb, and I asked the guys, like, I'm going to go do this for a video. What do you think? And they're like, that would be good. And I told uh, Derek was there, too. And I was like, if you feel like you want to cry a little bit, it's working. <laughs> I sent it to them, and he was like, yep, it works. <laughs> So, without further ado, this is the this is now what I this is my submission for the for the the national anthem of the Dagalon, the people of Dagalon. You can vote with a slash or you can say nay with, with a circle. But uh, here we go. I'm gonna get another beer ready and uh, let's just play it, guys. I went down to the uh, the cenotaph downtown from you know from where I at, where I'm at, and uh, you'll see. It'll speak for itself. When there's nothing left but the fire in my chest and the air that fills my lungs, I'll hold my tears and trade my ears for a glimpse at kingdom come. On the other side of misery, there's a world we long to see. Strife we share will take us there to relief and sovereignty. Oh, my God, we'll have our home again. My God, we'll have our home. My blood or sweat will get there yet. My God, we'll have our home. In our own towns, we're foreigners now. Fat and cursed The headline smack Of another attack Not the last And not the worst Oh my fathers They look down on me I wonder What they feel To see their Noble sons driven down Beneath a coward's heel Oh my god Struggle forth to find a friend to light the way for me. What do you think? 
<laughs> Dude! Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Manor Bund is the name of that band. Uh, by God, we'll have our home. That is a fucking... Na that, is, that song was made to be somebody's national anthem, and I, I'm claiming <coughs> it right now on all of our behalf. Yeah, Craig Jeffrey, I am fucking in! Who's not in? Are you kidding me? Dude, I mean, you can't even top that. I'm trying to think of something to play here, but I, I don't even know. Dude, it's a great song. It's a song of defiance, just like the flag. No surrender. By God. You're not getting away with this shit. It's a great thing. I mean, it's true. What would your fathers think? Think of your own children, those of you that have them. Would you want this for, you know? If you're dead in the sky somewhere watching this shit be done to your kids, how would you feel? Probably a little ornery, you know? All those names, all those guys, you think they would have fucking liked this? Oh, this is great! Yeah, go give me more government, daddy! We love it! Not a fucking chance, dude! It's, it's, it's gotta be done. It's the fucking way. We're gonna get a flag and a national anthem. By God, we'll take it back. Say your prayers, Justin! Yeah, <laughs> Kristen, what? Say your prayers! that out of my system a little bit. <laughs> yep, and Mr. Pastor Chris Burke played it himself. Earlier, somebody sent it to me. Clipped it already. I'll play that too. He did a great job. Almost better than the original guy. It's perfect, dude. You can do it anywhere. There's no, you don't need instruments. It, you just stomp your feet and sing the fucking song. I mean, God damn it. I was like, where did this come from? And no one really knows. So I'm like, it, the universe just manifested this. It's amazing. It's perfect. Uh, I don't know. I, that was overwhelming. People overwhelmingly supported it, so I think, I think it's unanimous. I think that's now, that's the, that's the now the national anthem of Diagalon. Camus Key says for CRJ, it's called the most extreme elimination challenge. What is that? Top twenty-five most painful. She's a clown shoe. What is this? I don't know what this has to do with anything. I'll play it for a minute. Solar. You know what they say about clowns with big feet? Oh yeah. Oh. oh. Okay. Rob Tussin, he was very impressive in the warm-ups. Ah! Oh! What? Oh, God, he's still going. Oh, how can he? Oh, he must be feeling really <laughs> stupid. This? I don't think he's feeling anything. Is this like a Japanese down. game show Here's where Kenny people just get hurt? Yeah, afternoon. 100% that's what it is. I tested the wall first. It's pretty solid. Good thinking, Ken. <laughs> you fucking guys. Frank Mack, uh, I read that one. Yeah, now you're, okay. 
Chris Burke, I just ordered a 5x3 Daglon flag. I'll let you know the quality when it arrives April 9th. I, if, if I don't get the first one, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I hope you guys all get one. It's great. I don't want to make any money off them. I want it to be like a community thing and something you can hold in your hand. And imagine seeing them out in the world somewhere, driving through a town or some on the back of some guy's Dodge Ram. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you have no idea who it is, but now you know. And you both have one. You'll just nod at each other like, yep. <laughs> it's awesome. War Relish says, what's the over-under on the first rage-induced baby? Thinking what, early next year? Rage-induced baby? What do you mean? I'm not sure what you're getting at there. I'm I'm fixed. I'm all done. I've got three kids. I can't handle any more of these. Ron Lee says, pre-ordering the flag? Hell yeah. Full draw scarves. I shed a tear when I watch Touch My Heart. We all want our lives back. Who doesn't? And even if we win, you know? And it's like, that's just the national anthem. Then you just remember the time, you know? Remember that time? People make new countries all the goddamn time. Why can't we? <laughs> Al Stern says, I like Chris Burke's version better. I'm going to play it later. Sean McCartney says, making a metal version of that one, Death to Circulon. Do it. Do, make as many as you want. It's awesome. It's a great, uh, I like the message of the song. It's, it's wonderful. CRJ says, are we allowed to cover this? Yes, dude. Friend of mine has an alt-rock type band. Do it and share them all and just, you know, that's it. It's a defiance song. It's a fuck you make me song. It's a, we're coming, we're getting it back. By God. You know what I mean? Hell or high water. This is going to happen. You know what I mean? What, are you going to kill us all? What are you, you going to do? What are you going to do? You know how many of us there is? It's, it's inevitable. CRJ says, most extreme elimination is to be the Diagon death row punishment. You do the game until you die. <laughs> That's what we'll do with the most severe, the most egregious of criminals. That's a good, okay, we can do that. Like running man. War Relish against his first two people in the chat to make a baby. Oh, gotcha. Oh, right. So like the Owen Benjamin type thing. That would be crazy. That would be insane. <laughs> you have to name it after uh, you have to name it either Philip or Billy Bob even if it's a girl that's <laughs> just kidding Ron Lee says pre-ordered and laughed because I have a Ram <laughs> 1500 or 2500 I wanted to get one but the gas price I'm like uh, I'm on the fence I really want a truck but I don't fuck god damn gas god damn god damn circs and their gas prices man um, but yeah that was on my oh that's on my other YouTube channel that I've relaunched now <laughs> Raging Distant 2 uh, because fuck them, you know, I'm not going to just give it away if you can find it. Uh, same thing, youtube.com slash C slash Raging Dissident. I, I, the letter I for two. Maybe I should just use the number two, but it's all mail somewhere. We got the, the Chris Burke one. Now, uh, where do we want to go? That's halfway. Man, we're flying through this one. We're just flying through this one. I haven't checked any of the other apps. I have no idea what's going on. Trovo, what's going on? Oh, there's a lot of people over there. How are you? Long live Daglon. Yes, indeed. Guys, entropystream.live slash Raging Dissonant. That's where, you, that's where you go to have all the fun. Uh, nobody in there is going to... Well, I mean, you might get booted out, but I mean, you'd have to be a real big asshole <laughs> to do that. Uh, let me check over here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, okay. Did I check into Theta TV? I did. I, I set up an account. It's ready. I think I, I, I'm still trying to figure it out, though. I don't know how to get the RT... The... the stream key thing to plug into restream to get it but i'll you know i'll work on it i'll get it on there why not as many places as possible that you can do now what else there's so much crap on here i don't even know what this was <laughs> oh yes the children thing that's uh yeah always disgusting and horrible the things they want to do to the kids the global vaccine passports i guess so i basically uh we're running into parallel societies here Oh, and that was another idea with the flag before I before I forget, because somebody's like, uh, I just thought of this was in the shower. 
shower thoughts. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's going to be longer than that. You know, I'll stretch it out a bit. But on the top right, you could even put, like, the American flag. You know what I mean? Like, in a small, you know, like a patch. Canadian flag, provincial flag, state flag, UK, whatever. You know, to make, like, personalize it a little bit. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. You know? And then you could, uh, then it's just worldwide diagonal. <laughs> Get like a little, you know, Yankee foot, whatever you want, put it up there. And it's like, that's, then, you know, personalize it a little bit. Like a shield? Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Just a little square patch or something like that. You know, like the uh, the British flag, this, you know, right here, the old Union Jack. And this used to be the, the Canadian shield with the, the Union Jack, kind of like that. That'd be cool. You could do that. And it'd be all over the place. Congratulations, Fetlana. Did you have the baby? Oh, not yet. July 11th. I was going to say, I thought it was much further away. She's due for July 11th. She might be the first. Anybody else pregnant? Who's who's having the first baby? <laughs> I christened thee, baby bigot. Baby bigot the first. Here's your serial number. You know, we all serialize them in Dagalon. <laughs> that sounds awfully fascist. Yeah, it does sound insane, but we do have social insurance numbers. It's the same thing. We all have serial numbers. Mine is 157. No, I'm just kidding. Imagine. <laughs> Give up my social insurance number. I don't know how I got identity theft. I don't know how that happened. You put all your information on the internet, you idiot. You idiot. You Oh, there it is. I looked for this so many times and couldn't find it. How the U.S. media lost the trust of the public by CBC News. <laughs> ah. Oh. Oh, it hurts almost. It's so stupid. Unreal. As people consume more news, they also began to trust the media less. Yeah, it's almost like people paid more attention and found out you were retarded. <laughs> According to a recent Gallup survey, percentage of Americans in no trust in mass media hit a record high in 2020. Really? I can't imagine. But after all the lying you did, Russia hacked the things, you know. Only 9% of respondents said they trust the, the mass media a great deal. Hoof. Wow. And a full 60% said they have little to none at all. So most of vast majority, 10% over over half is quite a bit, have zero trust at all. Little to none. <laughs> That's where I would count myself in that position. <laughs> Holy shit. American media landscape has become increasingly polarized over the last few decades. Really? Really? That, that CBC is criticizing... <laughs> Journalists are increasingly seen as out of touch. Really? What? I mean, like calling Pierre Polyam a white supremacist because of his sweater? You know? Not asking questions about the vaccine. Why do we need a COVID passport? Nobody's going to ask. Why do we need these vaccines? Nobody's going to ask. What's with the flu disappearing? Nobody's going to ask. I don't know why anybody would have questions, but are you? do you care about the blackface or the Keel Burgers or the Wee Scandal or the money he stole or that he's sending money to communist China? Is that worth mentioning at all? <laughs> or is that stupid story? Oh, yeah. You know, $40 million of your money went to China while they're holding our people hostage. Michael Spavor and Michael Kolvrig are being hostage. Basically on death row, essentially, I think. They're being tried for some kind of... It's a sham trial. Uh, and we're sending them money. We're training their soldiers, you know... <laughs> Unbelievable. And 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 CBC is so useless. The only reason you have a job, see who wrote this? Saman Malik and Sarah Peterson. The only reason you have jobs uh is because you're 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 like the welfare recipients of journalists. You can't get fired. You're you're paid by the taxpayer. The government just gives you money to peddle their propaganda and tell their side of the story. 
which is always horrible and bullshit. All, always, literally always. About anything that matters, you've never told the truth about anything remotely. You, you work for your corporate overlords and your billionaires, and this is about them. This is about them making more money, centralizing more power in, in their little pocketbooks and Davos, the World Economic Forum, Bilderberg, etc. That's, that's, you know, and they own the whole, they own this fucking place, you know. George Carlin, it's a big club, and you're not in it. You and I are not in the big club. And that's who they work for. And they think that they're, they're you know, they're, I'm a journalist. You're a propagandist for a global state that hates people. Hates patriots, hates white people, hates uh, veterans, hates uh, basically anybody that represents the old world in which countries were controlled by the people that lived there. They don't like that. They want to have countries that are controlled by the rich, you know, the omnipotent. You don't even know who these people are. You know how long it took me before I didn't even know who the Bronfman family was or the Koch brothers or the Rockefellers or the Rothschilds or anything. <laughs> you know, there's so many levels removed from people don't even know who the hell they are. That's who they work for because they own this fucking place. Brutal. And now they want to do this. Now they want this. Frank Mack has a good point. He says, I seem to see a lot more hate on the other side. I talked about this last time. It's not, we, we're not hateful. I get pretty angry and I, I hate what's happening. I hate what they're doing and what they're getting away with, but I'm not like up at night like I want to genocide everybody. I just want to fucking wipe them out. I want to. That's basically how they feel about us. Um, my my emotions and my reactions, though aggressive and abrasive, are coming for actually from a place of love. I don't even like saying that word. It sounds weak and fake and gay, but you know what I mean. I love Dagalon. <laughs> you know, I love you guys. I love my family, my children, my friends, etc. My, the way I grew up, the way I, I was very lucky to have the, the upbringing that I had. It was pretty good, pretty great. And that's going away. And these rich assholes are destroying all of those things. So, yeah, I'm not pumped about that. I'm trying to defend the things that I love from evil people that are trying to destroy it. And that makes me hateful. No, no. It's perfectly reasonable. If wolves were coming to eat your children and you shot them... Would they say that's a hate crime? That's self-defense. I'm defending my culture and my aunt. Again, the video there, all those names on those monuments. I'm defending those people. If those veterans were around today, they would hate you. Have you ever talked to a person born between 1900 and 1950? I'm not racist enough. <laughs> Do you remember the Archie Bunker TV show? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Those people were way more like us than anyone else, except they're gone now and they're not here to say anything. So it's up to us. And we're all that's left trying to defend, you know, and they're telling us, you're just full of hate. No, you are actually. Why are you so self-loathing that you're fucking completely obsessed with destroying your own country and your own heritage, your own culture? You're pulling down your own statues. Everything's racist. White, everything's white supremacy. Band-aids are white supremacy. It's insanity. It's madness. That's hatred. You just hate white people. Admit it. You hate our countries. You hate our culture. You hate our civilization. You hate all of it. You've just been programmed. Because you're basically a failure yourselves. 
Uh, and, you know, they're a victim. Everybody's a victim because white supremacy. You couldn't succeed at anything because you, you have a weak work ethic. You don't want to do anything. You think everything should just be fucking handed to you. And you resent other people that work hard and succeed. And you think they succeed because white supremacy. So we need to tear them down. And you're going to call us the You're the ones that are full of hate. We're the ones that love our people and love our families and our culture and our society. And we will do whatever the fuck we have to do to defend that. So you call me whatever you want. You put down whatever you got to put down in your little books and your little hate speech pages and your little symbols of hate don't care. Is this a hate symbol? I'm pretty sure these are hate symbols. Yeah, that's a hate symbol. Here's old Odin. He's not too, or no, it's a, yeah, oh, he's, he's pretty upset too. He's also a hate symbol. I'm Danish. I'm one quarter. My grandmother is from Denmark. These are symbols of my people. But, you know, that's where I come from. That's a cool thing to have a history that you can attach yourself to and part of your identity. And they want to take that away from you. They want to strip you of who you are as a person. And not even just take it away from you and say, you just can't have it anymore. That's not even that. They want to take it away and then slap you in the face for it and say, not only do we have to take it away, but hate yourself because you're awful. Even though you didn't do anything, but you're still awful. <laughs> and give us all your money so we can give it to other people who also fucking hate you. You're mass importing people from parts of the world that fucking hate us. They're going around, uh, you know... Muhammad Al-Isa, or whatever the fuck that guy's name was, shot a bunch of people in Denver, Colorado, or Boulder, Colorado, rather, on an ISIS-inspired terrorist holiday from Syria, right after we bombed Syria, shot a bunch of American civilians. Hmm, do you hate American civilians? Why would you be so obsessed with importing people that are very likely, on average, in a group of 10,000 people, the odds that some of them are going to be fucking terrorists? Pretty goddamn high. So... You, you apparently care more for these people on the other side of the planet who've demonstrated again and again and again and again and again and again and again that they will kill people here simply because they're here. It's not that they did anything. They're just the wrong, yeah, you know, just because you want to protect them at our expense. You are the ones that hate us. You're the ones that are full of hate and madness, and none of it makes any sense. It's completely illogical and insane. You've been brainwashed uh, by, the, by the academic institutions, by TV, by Hollywood, Netflix, the music industry. Um, you know, we're not the hateful people. You are. And in fact, when people figure this out and snap out of it, do you think people go from the, you know, our side to the left? I don't believe that. I've never seen that happen in my life. I've never seen anybody go, you know what? All of a sudden, communism's a great idea. Yeah, let's kill the white people. Fuck them. That doesn't happen. Ever. But sometimes they come over to our team. And we don't go, fuck you, motherfucker. You gonna die, commie. Like, dude, if you... <laughs> You're allowed to learn and change your idea, change your opinion and go, oh, shit. You know what? This is... You people are full of shit. I don't want to destroy my country and my civilization. This is nuts. Goalie girls rule. I did. So did I. I was a textbook idiot liberal CBC consuming moron because that's all there was. I never thought twice about it. I was brainwashed. I never had a fucking chance. And thankfully, I got out of it. So, you know, we'll take the, we'll take your refugees, but you won't take ours. You'll import other people that want to kill us instead. Again, I guess, you know, who's really full of hate here? And now you hate freedom as well. Uh, if you don't have the freedom to live your life the way you want, you don't have a life. It's pointless. You're just a slave. There's, there's really no in-between here. It's black and white. Haggle on or circle on. Pick one. Here comes the global vaccine passports. And it seems ominous. Looks bad. 
but most people don't want to do this, and I can't see them changing their minds. And I don't know how they're going to force us to do it, because, again, there's millions of us with an M. Uh, <laughs> passports are being called the new golden ticket needed for global travel and hospitality industries that benefit now that the recovery's on its way. Greece, who got a sizable share of their country's GDP from tourism, are looking forward to welcoming back visitors. Will reopen on May 14th, but will require vaccination or proof of recovery from a virus of a negative test for departing for the country. So Greece is off limits forever without COVID passport. As is Israel, as is the United Kingdom, I understand. It's the safest way. And there's no discussion at all over how this is infringing on your just basic human dignity and rights as a human being. Again, it's not Ebola. It's not the Black Death. It's... Psh. At this point, I'd be like, oh, make a point. Go ahead, inject me with COVID. I'm that confident I'm going to be fine. I'm pretty sure I've already had it. But they, they want to sacrifice all this for the... And they're not even talking about it. They're just going to act like it's not real. It's like a self... Uh, this is how they brainwash you. They just tell you it's normal. There's no discussion. There's no one in Parliament or Congress or anywhere going, well, wait a minute now. <laughs> wait, whoa. You're talking about stripping everybody's rights over there? They just pretend like, no, no, everyone wants this. Every, everybody wants it. No, they don't. Most people don't. 40, 50% of the, of the country doesn't. So what happens when you try and force it on them? In the United Kingdom, the Supreme Court, a Supreme Court judge, expects people will be forced to wear masks and stay home for 10 years. British Supreme Court judge, Lord, Sa Lord, <laughs> it's literally Lord, Lord Sumption. Yes. Yes, Lord Sumption. What is it? I'm warning that social controls brought about by the coronavirus pandemic may be kept in place by governments for up to a decade. It's politically unrealistic to expect the government to backtrack now. It's politically and just common sensely unrealistic to expect that you can do this to entire civilizations ad finitum forever and nothing's ever going to happen. This image here of a woman trapped in her house, I think a woman, but it's the land of Zizirs, who really can tell anymore, with the mask on. Desperately wanting to go outside. They've taken your face away and you can't even go outside. I put this in a video like, geez, two years ago. Who remembers that? The OGs. I said, I, I, the name of the thing was, I got a bad feeling. And I got, that was the most thumbs down video I ever had. And I said, I got a bad feeling that like, this is going to end. And I figured it was like, this was like 10 or 15 years away. Not a year and a half. That eventually it's going to get to the point where there's so much government overreach and control that they're going to be able to dictate when and how and how often you can even go outside you're gonna need basically a license or government permission just to go outside just to go to the grocery store and it came true that's literally where we're at now and everyone thought i was insane i, I and i remember when i put it up there and i was like am i just this seems extreme but i i don't know i i, I uploaded it's like whatever and i remember feeling dumb about it for a few months i'm like it's probably i mean that's probably a bit much you know i don't know no it happened turned out i was right and now this is where we're at. And everyone's like, well, it's just part of the fucking, you got to stay safe. Like, they're not just going <laughs> to, do they think they're going to walk out here literally dressed like Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine? Big capes, nasty yellow teeth, shooting lightning bolts at people. Die! Give us all freedom or I'll kill you! There's going to be an excuse of some kind, and it's always under fear. How many freedoms did we give up after 9-11? Because of the terrorists. Now there's the TSA. You get groped and fucking finger raped at the airport. 
TSA can put their finger up your ass. There's nothing you can do about it. You go through body scanners. You see your whole naked body. They root through your personal belongings. They do all kinds of shit that at before at the time was unthinkable. Anybody my age and older will tell you that was fucked when they brought that in. People are like, what the fuck are you talking about? People younger than me, if you're under the age of 30, even 25, you used to be able to just go in the airport. Here's my ticket. And you just went on the plane. That was it. You just went on the plane. There was nothing. You just, that was it. And then, no, 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 wait, now it became his whole security. Now there's more control. And now they're tapping your phones and they're doing this. Well, I mean, because everybody was scared of the terrorists. They use fear to bring in more, you know, control measures. And now they're doing the exact same thing. And it's like you never learn. Some of them don't. Some people don't. We have been. I have been. I've been paying very close attention. And uh, I've been calling bullshit for a while. And now it's gotten to the point where I'm just, this is insane. England's chief medical officer also recently asserted that the pandemic restrictions, which have been in place on and off for a year, have improved life for some people. Jacob Rothschild. Despite promising an end to restrictions in June. Oh, they promised. The government yesterday extended emergency COVID laws until October. While Health Minister Matt Hancock refused to say how long they will remain in place after that. Forever. Forever and ever. If they say 10 years, it's forever. Two weeks to flatten the curve turned into 14 months it's april in like two days (laughs) do you understand it's april in two days that was two weeks to flatten the curve and it's at 14 months now and now they're saying oh it could be years so if 14 if two weeks means 14 months then years means fucking decades it means forever They're slowly walking it in and and, and lowering your expectations to the point where they browbeat you and demoralize you till you give up. And that's the point of all of what I'm I'm trying to do. I'm trying to entertain people and have a silly, fun time. But I also don't like seeing this being done to people. I don't like seeing my family depressed. I don't like seeing my, you know, my kids nervous and be turning into hypochondriacs. I don't like seeing people pull their hair out. I certainly don't like seeing my friends kill themselves because of the despair we're in. So, yeah, I take it a little personally. These people are are scumbag monsters. And maybe I'd be a little hesitant. Maybe I'd second guess myself a little bit if nobody had tested it. No one's like, no, well, we are all stuck. There's 20 goddamn states in America that are wide open, no restrictions, no problems. So there you go. It's, It's over. This is nonsense. It's nonsense. It's always been nonsense. It's always gonna be nonsense. If this was as threatening and horrible, and they're just pretending these states don't exist. The Dakotas don't exist because they're flyover states, right? They're only worried about California and New York, like where all the TV people are. All the celebrities are in California and New York, so that's all that matters. They're just going to pretend that Florida's not been wide open for, oh, I don't know, eight months, seven months. No problem. Comparable stats to California and New York. No problem at all. I wonder why I keep getting banned from things. I wonder why that could be. I wonder why that could be. Texas wide open. No problems. Idaho, Montana, no problems. Bunch of more states. And if you if you noticed, there's a certain shape these states are taking. And as I understand it, more have been added. Look at the shape of this. So you can see Alaska on the top left, Florida bottom right. And they there's a diagonal slant to this. <laughs> So all we need now is Alberta and Saskatchewan to ditch it, and it's, like, fucking complete. The framework of Dagalon has been, it's been completed. 
you know? Never mind. And also, did you know these these masks are insanely toxic, by the way? Check this out. Have you seen this? So I was just thinking, when you drink bottled water, you're consuming microplastics, up to 300 microplastics every time. Correct. And up to 130,000 microplastics per year. So I'm looking into what these masks are made of, you know, especially ones you could buy at Walmart. And a majority of them consist of recycled plastic. Yep. So what are the chances that we're inhaling microplastic all day long? disregarding all these little fibers that are hanging off but actual microplastics that we're inhaling directly into our lungs never mind i looked it up and yes you are inhaling microplastics yeah my favorite page on the national institute of health this page talks about the current standards of the masks they also talk about ethylene oxide which is a common sterilization agent used to disinfect medical devices and yes they put this stuff on your masks and according to the EPA, long-term exposure to ethylene oxide in humans can cause irritation in the eyes, nose, throat, lungs, and damage to the brain and nervous system. Also increases the risk of lymphoid cancer and breast cancer. So, you know, wear a mask, stay safe. It's literally killing people. It's toxic. But is that on CBC? No, it's not. No, it's not. That's just, a, that's just an outrageous conspiracy theory. <laughs> you guys. You guys. Deanna, how are you? Just want to say hi to my friend. Mackenzie Sear? Is that, what it is? is that a G or a C? Sear or Gier? Girl? Mackenzie Girl? Can't see what that says. Hope you made it, she says. Well, I hope so too. <laughs> Pickley from Ontario says, learn to code, CBC. They're going to learn, they're gonna be learning something here soon. Ellen Space Cowboy, or Elon. He says, may I recommend this? Skip the first seven seconds. This has lyrics to go with it. Okay. What is this? Seven seconds. What is this nonsense? <laughs> He sounds angry about something. I bet that guy's been forced to wear a mask before. <laughs> Hank Bangor. Maine? Bangor, Maine? Is that the American abbreviation for Maine? The state is an ME. Wait till they float changing the national language to Spanish or Chinese or some shit because of all the immigration. We already have two. They'll, they'll probably add Chinese in Canada first. Well, you watch. Uh, another Guys, the links with the songs. What is this? Yeah, people get wiped out. It happens. It's like, oh, that'll never happen to me. Why not? They they had a whole thing going, the Native Americans, and then something happened, and, uh, you know. Probably not good to just let people uh, get a... Yeah, look. They got Americanized, right? Took their culture away, turned them into something else. There's a there's a lesson here. Paul Revere and the Raiders, yeah. Never heard this. Yep. Why couldn't it happen to you? What's the I mean, why not? <laughs> There's no reason it can't. And uh, unless somebody does something, it, it very much will. But thank goodness we have the internet. And uh, 
that's that's the difference. We have the uh, the lessons of the past now that they didn't have, uh, and we can be like, oh, I've seen this movie before. I don't like this movie. I don't like where this goes. Um, and you wouldn't even know that there's like wars going on. I'm gonna this, and then the um, the stuff in the in 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 the Netherlands is pretty cool to watch. Uh, and then that'll probably be it. I don't know. Maybe I'll hang around a little while longer. We'll see. We'll see. Did I drink this already? Nope. Glasgow. Billy Bob. It's drinking it all. Heavily armed Antifa protesters clash with Proud Boys at Oregon State Capitol. Remember when they released them all? Because they're all so innocent. They were just peaceful protesters. There's been basically a war going on in Portland for weeks now. Shh. Poor George Floyd. It's all about George Floyd. That poor baby George Floyd never did nothing to nobody. That baby boy, that poor little lollipop licking, sailor suit wearing, tricycle peddling, baby boy, rosy cheek George Floyd, was just simply murdered by the Ku Klux Klan. No, no, he was a drug dealer and a home invader and a woman beater and a gun-toting pregnant woman hostage-taking piece of shit that OD'd on fentanyl. And that burned down several cities. But again... You know, trust the media because they don't lie. They would never lie. A small group of Proud Boys and Trump supporters clashed with more than 100 anti-fascists. Like, they've got a flag. Why isn't that a hate symbol? This thing has been associated with how much destruction and murder now? I don't care. Let them have their flag. We get to have one, too. The far-right group organized a protest several days leading up to Sunday, saying they would be at the state capitol building to support freedom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're super pro-freedom, aren't they? Uh, Sunday was the first time in months the two opposing sides have clashed in Oregon. Oh, look at the damage. Police department posted a series of tweets warning about a public safety risk of 150 to 200 anti-fascist terrorists. Counter-protesters at the Capitol who were heavily armed. The anti-fascists were considered counter-protesters. Mm -hmm. they're, the, they're the safe ones. They're the nice guys. Police told them they were participating in an illegal demonstration. Failed to do so may result in arrest. And, uh, you know... Yeah, there again. No, it's not anti Antifa's just an idea. Crowd control units, riot vans are circling in groups. Yeah, it's just been, it's been going on for a while. Riot lines, state troopers. Uh, things got out of hand when the Proud Boys and Trump supporters showed up in their trucks. Counter protesters smashed their vehicle windows with blunt objects. It's war, dude. Shooting at them with paintballs. Like. We're getting close to just just open war in the streets. A lot of people have been killed now. A few dozen, right? Alleged shots of Proud Boys at the Capitol building. Dude, don't give up. Don't surrender. They're a terrorist group in Canada, right? Like, that's how, can that's how tolerant Canada is of opposing opinions. Antifa's given money. Proud Boys are terrorists. They're two people on opposing sides of a political spectrum, and the government has taken sides. Do you know what the definition of terrorism is? I'll show you right now. And you tell me what you what you think this means. Because when you think terrorism, you think ISIS, suicide bombers, people having their heads cut off, right? Well, that's not quite what it is. There's a there's a definition of it. And uh well, I mean you can just look it up. It's the unlawful use of violence and intimidation. Violence and intimidation doesn't have to be one or the other. Especially against civilians in the pursuit of political aims. So, what, who does that sound like? Does that sound like the, are the Proud Boys burning down buildings, intimidating people, assaulting people, civilians, 
in the pursuit of political aims? Is that BLM? Yeah. Is that Antifa? Yeah. Is that the government itself? Yeah. You better take the vaccine or we'll lose your job. You're not be able to travel. We'll take away your sports, but we'll, we'll punish you. In the pursuit of our political aims. We have political aims. They'll say it's about health, but it's not. Uh, that Alexander, Alex, what was his name? Alexander Root, the guy's name. Everything the government does to us is going to be legal. When they do the gun confiscation, and they will, someday, could be this year, it could be a couple months away, it could be six months away, it could be four years away, they're going to get it sooner or later. It's going to be legal. Uh, so if your position is, well, I'll, I mean, I'll protest, but I won't break the law. The law, slavery used to be the law. Not returning slaves or reporting runaway slaves was illegal. Does that make it right? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, again, you had to report where the Jews were. Nazi Germany, right? They can do this. They're going to make it legal. It's going to be legal hate speech. Well, it's illegal. That's hate speech. Does that make it right? No, it doesn't, but that's the law. So if your your whole mentality is don't break the law because that's, you know, bad, you're already dead. You're doomed. You need to disregard the law for a minute. And I'm saying go break all the laws, but like, is this, does this make sense? Is this sane? Is this right? What if somebody passed a law that said, uh, you know, abortions are mandatory for everyone under the age of 18? It's a, you have to. It's against the law not to. Would that be right? Well, it's the law, so I don't care. Uh, no, I, I don't take, I don't get my rules from you, government. You're just a bunch of fucking people. Uh, I'll decide how I want to live my life, and I'll decide what's right and wrong. That's, you know, based upon my how I was raised and my culture and the people that I, I love and care about. And um, a lot of people agree with me. <laughs> a lot. There's certain things that are just wrong, and I don't care what your laws say. I don't care what your piece of paper says. I don't care if it's the law that you have to get a vaccine, and you have to do this, and you have to wear a mask. I don't care. Chris Sky didn't care, and a bunch of other people that came back from Toronto were like, it's the law, you have to fucking get a test. No, I don't, actually. Fuck off. I don't have to do anything. This is just a, this is just a game that's set up. It's like Monopoly. I could just flip the board and leave anytime I want. Maybe your friends will get mad at you and, and punch you. You know, maybe there's going to be consequences, but you don't have to do anything. It's not like there's a magic barrier stopping you. Like, oh, I don't want to have to turn in my firearms, but I can't stop. I don't have control of my own body. I'm being compelled against my will. I can't do anything about it. They're using the force. <laughs> You can make the choices. You can go, no, that's crazy. I'm not doing that. And just don't do it. And then there's, there's going to be consequences come what may. But that's that's how a free people work. That's how men used to work. When the king of England said, give us all your fucking money, they said, God, why don't you come take my money, big wheel? Come, why don't you make me? Come over here. You get off your... Because <laughs> they're all from Boston, I suppose. The Boston Tea Party, right? Why don't you get off your fucking throne? Why don't you sail the fuck over here and get in my face? And you, why, you, why do you come take my fucking money, huh? I fucking dare you, motherfucker. Come on. You big, fat, fucking pipe-smoking motherfucker with your fucking taxes. Your, it's your fucking tea party. I got a fucking tea party for you, bitch. Throw it over the side, boys. Fuck this. You know? <laughs>
and now they have the United States of America. Yeah, I'm just, you know, intellectually, think about it. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a cop. I mean, I have to enforce the law no matter what. Really? W would you capture runaway slaves? Are you that kind of cop? You're one of these rule-following... Doesn't matter who gets... Well, the Chinese are coming in, and they're going to put up camps, and that's the law. Like, no, dude. That's not how That's not who we are as a people, and, and that's not how this is going to go down. All right? The government are terrorists. They, they've committed to terrorism. They don't care about your health and safety. They don't care about what's right. I mean, look at the damage they've done psychologically. Kids' help phones up 450%. That's terror. This is under psychological warfare. That's terrorism. They're intimidating you especially civilians, although many of us are civilians, intimidating you in the pursuit of political aims. Give us your freedom. Give us your guns. Give us your hate speech. Give us your rights. Or else. It's not because the virus. It's or else. You'll lose your job. You can't travel. You can't go here. You can't go there. They're, they're trying to intimidate you. Adam Skelly, who I had the pleasure of talking to, had that. remember that big fine he had? $300,000 or something for the police presence? You have to pay or you're going to jail. And he was like, fine, fucking come make me pay it then. It's illegal. And he knew it was illegal. I'm like, well, you're going to go to jail. And he's like, all right, come get me. And you know what happened? Nothing. They were trying to intimidate him and extort him, essentially, into paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for something he never to pay for. What would have happened if he'd paid it? Well, he would have been out of money. They would have just basically stole his money. That's That's criminal. The Toronto Police Service, from my estimation, are basically criminals at this point. I'm just doing my job. You're intimidating the population on behalf of the corrupt government. You're a fucking terrorist. You're not, you're not trying to keep people safe anymore. That went out the window a long time ago. You're protecting Doug Ford, who's put on about 30 pounds, by the way. Have you seen it, Mike Me? So, you know, that's what terrorism means. They don't have to physically hurt you. They can just intimidate the shit out of you and make you feel scared and coerce you into doing something against your will. Something you don't want to do. Some friends, of you know, people... I'm trying not to narrate it. There are people I know that had went and got the vaccine because they didn't want to lose their jobs and they felt intimidated into doing it. They're like, well, I mean, I don't want to risk losing my job. They didn't get to... It was That's like under duress. You're being intimidated to do something even though you, they didn't want to do it, but they did it anyway because they felt that there was going to be consequences if they didn't. That's intimidation. You know, like giving a bully your lunch money? You Give me your money or I'm going to beat your ass. They didn't hit you or hurt you. They just threatened to. They threatened that there would be consequences if you didn't comply with their demands. So they kneeled and they kissed the ring and they gave the bully their lunch money. That's terrorism. You're living in fear. Right. The government is uh, committing terror. They're, they're terrorists. So why should I feel any obligation whatsoever to listen to anything that they say? Ever. They're unjust, immoral, rotten, selfish, criminal people. They're the enemy. And I'm their enemy. They made that perfectly clear over the last several years. They don't like me. They don't like veterans. They don't like Canadians, old stock Canadians. White people, Christians, they're throwing them in jail for preaching the Bible while criminals are released from jail. Pastors are being put in jail because COVID and criminals are released from jail because COVID. At the same time, they pass each other in the yard. All right, see you later. Uh, 
I don't care what they say anymore. I really don't. I really don't give a shit. And if these, you know, if police want to come arrest you for not obeying these fucking people, it's like, well, then you're on their team. Then I guess you're a terrorist too, aren't you? Why would I listen to anything you say? I don't respect you. Why would I? No one in their right mind would. He's drunk. I drank a beer. <laughs> I bought two of these. This one's full still. You know? Whatever, dude. And you know what? We have we have all the power. We have all the manpower. We have all the fucking balls. Everybody that knows how to... I mean, you're picking a fight you can't win. And all it's going to take is people just to just to do it. Just show up and go, all right, let's do it. And there's a very good chance they just back down. Well, we're going to take your guns. All right, come get them then. Oh, fuck, I thought they would just do it. No, you're going to have to come take them by force. Oh, fuck, never mind. Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Go home. You come get the, you're going to have to take the vaccines. Do that, and there's going to be serious fucking problems. Says who? Says me and all these fucking people. Oh, shit. Okay. And they're, and they're you know, they think they're going to intimidate you and be scared. Because they're the government. They've all the power. Uh, they don't. <laughs> There's not very many of them. We outnumber them to a crazy amounts. And they want to isolate people. They want to make you feel isolated like you're on your own and you've got no friends. You've got no help and there's nothing you can do and no one's going to come help you and no one's going to fucking support you. That's what they want you to feel like. And how many people feel like that most of the time? I bet you do. I feel like that often, a lot of the time. And I have to go, nope, nope. It's not true. I know it's not true, but it feels that way at times because they inundate you and just completely cover you and just smother you with their bullshit. So, you know, it reminded me of this scene from, uh, you ever see that movie Troy? Brad Pitt? Fucking jacked. Good old Brad, you know? All the girls are like, yes! <laughs> you remember this? Dude, you only live once. And these, these these people right now who think that they're the authority, they've got the moral authority to tell you whatever they want to do. I'm Bonnie Henry. I'll cancel Easter. I'll cancel. Who the fuck do you think you are? You can't go out there and say that. It's the government. They'll come out. They'll crush you. And that's why no one will remember your name. You know, you need men. Some women as well are fucking strong people. A lot, a lot of the people going to these rallies are women, by the way. And I mean, I mean, you know, they're going to, going to rallies is one thing, but a lot of the, a lot of the more outspoken people are, are female or women. They get the balls to say some shit that can get them in trouble and lose their jobs. Several people, some of the, the, the bigots, you know, we say this tongue in cheek. None of us are actually bigots, but we're very intolerant of you know pedophiles and communism and that kind of thing. So I guess technically it's true, <laughs> right? There's more of them doing this than, you know, so check this out. Are the stories about you true? They say your mother is an immortal goddess. They say you can't be killed. I wouldn't be bothering with the shield then, would I? The Thessalonian you're fighting. He's the biggest man I've ever seen. He's the government. I wouldn't want to fight him. I wouldn't want to fight the government. That's why no one will remember your name.
Perhaps you should have a war tomorrow when you're better rested. I should have you whipped for your impudence. I love this scene. Perhaps you should fight him. Achilles. Like, fine, you do it then. Leaves. Achilles. It's an underrated movie. It's really good. Look at the men's faces. You can save hundreds of them. You can end this war with a swing of your sword. Let them go home to their wives. Imagine a king who fights his own battles. Yeah, imagine that. Wouldn't that be a sight? Of all the warlords loved by the gods, I hate him the most. Haters gonna hate, bitch! Kill shot, by the way. If you guys have anything about knives or swords, right, right there, right where you got him, right to the clavicle, straight down, dead. There's no coming back from that. You're fucked. They weren't so bad after all. <laughs> One display of a guy that didn't give a fuck was enough to make them go, oh, fuck, never, never mind, maybe. Maybe never mind. I really got to take a leak again. And in the spirit of the, I mean, that was just a great, I love that fucking song. I, I know, I'm kind of proud of that little video I did. It was, I really like it. I really like that song. And I think we, I think we need that as a, we all need that. We need somebody to do some, make some shit. Like that song is amazing. Somebody make some good, you know, makes you feel strong, doesn't it? You know, there's a, and those guys singing it sound like fucking legends. Here's Chris Burke with the the same song, actually. I'll be right back. I'm just going to take a quick leak. Uh, the the bigot's own, Diagonal's own high priest, Chris Burke. I had I had to send him some money for, you know, I just just based on my sins of this afternoon, even. <laughs> my guilt is overwhelming, really. Really. I'll be right back, guys, and then uh, we'll see what comes next. Cheers. I'll be right back. When there's nothing left but the fire in my chest and the air that fills my lungs, I'll hold my tears and trade my years for a glimpse at kingdom come. On that other side of misery, there's a world we long to see. The strife we share will take us there through relief and sovereignty. Oh, by God, we'll have our home again. By God, we'll have our home. By blood or sweat, we'll get there yet. By God, we'll have our home. In our own towns, we're foreigners now. Our names are spat and cursed. The headline smack of another attack. Not the last and not the worst. Oh, my fathers, they look down on me. I wonder what they feel. 
to see their noble sons driven down beneath the coward's heel. Oh, by God, we'll have our home again. Oh, by God, we'll have our home. By blood or sweat, we'll get there yet. By God, we'll have our home. The road is dark, the way is lost. My eyes, they strain to see. The struggle forth to find a friend to light the way for me. Oh, brothers, can you hear my voice, or am I all alone? If there's no fire to guide my way, then I will start my own. Oh, by God, we'll have our home again. By God, we'll have our home. By blood or sweat, we'll get there yet. By God, we'll have our home. Oh, by God, we'll have our home again. By God, we'll have our home. By blood or sweat, we'll get there yet. By God, we'll have our home. Doesn't sound as good if it's just me clapping by myself. Right? Good, right? He's good. No, he is good. He does this often. If you guys want to go support him or... Check out what he does right before we do these, uh, uh, maybe an hour or so before. Uh, what's the name of the channel? Chris W.T. Burke or Chris W. Burke or something on Entropy. Go and follow that guy. And he does this for a good hour <laughs> before these if you want to go. It's it's pretty good. I, I listen to it on like setting stuff up and it's like kind of a, you know, I miss being in a pub. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Remember that? Remember when we had lives? That was cool. I guess uh, we can't have those because COVID. We can't have those because COVID. And, um, you know, it's not going to, it's not going <sighs> to. People are starting to get upset. Look at this. And I'm going to, I'm going to show you, they're going to show you another white pill here soon. Like, and I, I expect this to spread. And I think we got to start doing the same kind of thing you can, especially when there's, um, it's just, it's just too much. It's just too over the line for them to, I'm getting ahead of myself. The government minister in the United Kingdom says people should call out others for hugging their loved ones. So now the government thinks it's going to tell you when on how or if at all you can hug your own children, your parents, your grandparents, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, whoever. That's the government's decision. And now it's now it's telling other people that uh, they need to call them out on it if they're doing it, you know. Make them feel scared to hug their own family. Does that sound like terrorism to accomplish a political aim? Does that sound like intimidation? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? That's, uh, you know, yeah, no more of this. No more playing with grandma kids. A government official, minister, appeared on morning television to urge the British to call out others if they were seen engaging in an odd way. An odd way. It's odd. It's odd to hug your own family, such as hugging your loved ones. Nigel Huddleston, the UK's Minister for Tourism and Sport, made the remarks during an interview sport on BBC Breakfast. <sighs> Despite the temptation, please don't risk the health of your loved ones by actually hugging them. Oh, my God. Despite the temptation, please don't risk the health of your loved one by actually hugging them and risk the spread of uh, the disease. And of course, when you're hugging somebody, you're in incredibly close proximity to them. You're incredibly close to... <sighs> things. So uh, so please, again, just be sensible. Everybody does know the rules. Yes. I think actually we're, we're not... We're the ones not being sensible, Nigel. 
been through this. Most people do know the rules. We know what to do. We know how to behave. And also, if you see... We know how to behave and follow the rules. Yeah, I don't have that. I Man, that part of my body left when I got out of the military. It's broke. It's broken. Actually, when you tell me to not do something, I do completely the opposite. It's weird. You know? See, so really, you should be telling me to stop following the rules and just do whatever the hell I want. Then maybe I, I want... <laughs> you know, the Soviets called that... Uh, you know, what was it? Like a disorder. They say it's a mental health disorder that you don't follow the rules. You don't do what you're told. And this is, oh, it was a conspiracy theory. This will never happen. This is crazy. No, it's not. The United Kingdom's considering digital face scanning to enter the pubs. Vaccine passport, digital ID card. It's coming. There's, they're they're going to do it. But that doesn't mean it's going to work. That doesn't mean everybody's going to act. You know, submit to this. And obviously, there's no way that these businesses are going to survive if half the population is just not, you know, well, I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm not getting experimental, you know, arm poison that's killing a ton of people. Then they've shut it down in all these countries and Canada. It's like, oh, geez, maybe it is dangerous. No, it's not happening. The idiots will get it. And a lot of other people won't. So then what happens to these businesses? Well, they're over. They're going to they're going to co collapse. The brave ones that are like, ah, we're not we don't care. We're not doing it. Give us the fines. We don't give a shit. And then the community has to support these people, support these businesses, like Adam Skelly, like Wild Archery, you know, just our, our guy there in Edmonton. you got to support these people because if they're willing to take these risks, they're counting on you to have their back. And if you don't, they, they lose everything. So you kind of have to go. <laughs> UK government's funding companies that are producing technology, which will unify digital face scans to check people's vaccination status, allow them to block them from entering pub stadiums and other, other venues. Alt-right, crazy right-wing conspiracy theory, right? Britons could have their faces scanned to allow them to access pubs, gigs, and sports under the one government-funded plan being drawn up for vaccine passports. Two companies, I don't care. UK went from looking to COVID vaccine passports to you need vaccine passports to face scan to enter the fucking pub in less than six months. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere near that fucking place. You doing face scanning? Scan this dick, you know? Um. So, in the in the Netherlands... This is something that needs to happen. So I remember I said earlier, pro there were some savage overreactions by the police. Beatings, chasing people down with horses. Dogs were attacking people. And uh, things are starting to turn around there in a way because, uh, well, seems there is a line the government is hesitant to cross because it's... <laughs> how, do you, how do you justify, what are you going to do, beat up a bunch of veterans with their hands behind their back, literally? And they wouldn't do it. They backed down. I'll show you that in a second. Uh, Ron Lee says, bourgeois, Billy Bob, bigot brick, blushing while bitching about blowing the bridge just to build it back better, bitch. <laughs> With the big... Alliteration is very important to these people. They always have to rhyme everything. It makes it easier for the idiots to remember, I think. That's why it says, build back better. We're building back better. That sounds good. No, it doesn't. It sounds horrible. Uh, Pumpkin Launcher says, want to screen uh, the <laughs> Antifa Metcalf sent to old women in the community I used to live in this week? Talk about terrorism. Yeah, he's a terrorist. That's what terrorism is. Uh, he's trying to, he's coming after this guy, Metcalf, you know, fucked with, uh, anyway. Yeah. Terrorizing women and, you know, intimidating and threatening people. That's terrorism. You're a fucking terrorist and you're supporting Antifa. Also terrorists. Worse, you know, so I really don't care what happens to that guy. He has a fucking accident. Good. Couldn't care less. I would celebrate. I would be like, happy, good. Ha ha ha. Good people die every day. <laughs> right. That's awful. Well, when Himmler died, did you cry? I suspect not. When Himmler fucking ate the cyanide capsule like a bitch, tapped out like a bitch, Himmler was a fucking... It blows my mind that people liked him. 
Like there's some people like, oh man, Himmler. What? <laughs> the guy was a chicken farmer that thought he had telepathic powers, guys. All right? He was a fucking stooge, an imbecile. If anything, that guy, you know, the, the Nazis are your fucking heroes. Himmler probably actually almost single-handedly destroyed the whole thing by him fucking self. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a terrorist. Uh, Matt Calf's a terrorist. Sean McCartney says, How hard would it be to go full Homer Simpson and declare your neighborhood a sovereign state? Well, if you have the manpower to do it, they're going to have to force you, aren't they? They'd have to make you. You'd almost have to say like a four-letter, four-word phrase of some kind, maybe. I don't know. I'm <laughs> Pure Palm says, bigots, go follow. Evidence violates TOS on BitChute. He's got excellent content that's overflowing with his adorable humor and based white advocacy. And there is the link there. Yeah, he's got, uh, emailed me something about, um, uh, was it uh, uh, Wilfred Laurier or, wait, John A. McDonald? I think he's got something coming out. What's your YouTube channel? Evidence violates... Guidelines, community guidelines is what it is on YouTube, right? I think that's it. Dirtbag Welder says, why I love the speech. The realistic explanation backed by real experience. People do need to hear it. Pumpkin Launcher says, Raid, lots of people say it, but I mean it. I'll fight them when they come. I read Solzhenitsyn. I know. Like, it's like it's like seeing the future because they've done it before. It's happening again. So why would it be different this time? And Solzhenitsyn's own words, he said, if you don't fight, you're dead. Your only chance your only chance is to fight them. I've read it so many times now, I don't even remember. I just paraphrase it. Basically, they're they're in the camps later thinking, if only we'd resisted and fought, because every time these cops went out to round up people, Stalin had like half of entire cities rounded up and killed. Just to make a point, 25% uh, of the city, like Leningrad, was basically butchered, and nobody did anything. Everyone just let it happen. And he said, what if, like... So you send a thousand cops into a city to just round people up and whatever. What if like 10 of them were killed? Like just butchered, you know? And the people that, you know, did that would also have been killed, right? But, that's, you know, they're making the sacrifice. What happens to the other 990 cops when they tell them next week you're going to go to another city? Like, well, do you want to be one of those 10 guys that gets killed? <laughs> you know? Now you start thinking, this isn't safe. Like, how much do you really want to do this to people? You know, every door you go through, every alleyway you go through, maybe there's going to be a bunch of dudes with, you know, fire pokers and, you know, bats with nails in them and shit, and they're just going to go to town on your ass. You know, like the IRA or something, you know? Like, there's you, there needs to be a consequence to this. If they're going to impose that level of tyranny, and I'm saying, you know, in this, like in the Soviet Union example, that that's why they all got butchered, because nobody really fought them back. There was no resistance, so why would they stop? If you don't stop the monster, if you're if you're robbing a bank every day and no one even attempts to stop you, why would you stop robbing the bank? It's free money. They're going to take the path of least resistance, and in that in that instance, the Soviet police, the NKVD, they just well, we can say no and then be killed by Stalin because he's fucking insane, or we just do it and throw these people in trucks and you know drink ourselves stupid at night and pretend we aren't horrible people. Which one do you think they're going to do? They're going to do the latter. Well, what if it's like, well, we have a choice between either Stalin will kill us or these people will kill us. Well, then now it becomes a question of your morality and your fucking soul. Uh, then it's very much more likely that they're going to resist. Then maybe they'll join the people and say, you know what? Stalin's fucking crazy. I'm not killing people for this asshole. I'm certainly not going to get killed over this. So if there's no resistance, it's over. So when they, if they're going to do this, like, well, we're going to build isolation camps. We're going to make everybody go. We're going to, no, you're not. I'm not going. I'm not getting on any trucks. I don't care if it's two years away, if it's five years away. I don't care what it is. 
So right now, again, we're going into this two-tiered society. There's going to be the vaccinated people and the unvaccinated people. The unvaccinated people are obviously the enemy. They're the super spreaders and the plague rats and so on. You see how people talk about it on Twitter. And they think they feel bold to do this. And they're in the minority, actually. There's not that many of them. We, I think we outnumber them by quite a bit. Most people in the middle just want to be fucking left alone. There's a quite a few of us that are pretty irritated and tired of this. And there's a small minority of these mouth-breathing morons that are demanding people be rounded up and forced inoculated and everything else. And they feel justified by that because the TV tells them they are. They're doing the right thing. They're, you know. How long will this continue? And then we're going to, you know, you have to get the vaccine for this, this, and that. And the lockdowns aren't going to end. And the restrictions aren't going to end. And the government's going to start suggesting, well, it's because of the holdouts. Because there's 20% of society refuses to get vaccinated. The anti-vaxxers, the unvaccinated, you know, like a movie. Uh, and there's gonna and they're gonna punish the vaccinated people and say that it's your fault, you know, that they're being punished because you aren't following the rules. Then what do you think happens? They're gonna get pissed and they're gonna come after you. And then there's gonna be reprisals. And you know, that's gonna build more frustration. Maybe false flags. Maybe people on their own will just snap. People are ready to snap already. Imagine that scenario. And then they're going to then they're going to have every excuse in the world to use the security state against you, the police, the army, whatever, because then you're basically terrorists. And people are getting sick and the lockdowns won't end. We're being held hostage. We can't go back to normal because we're being held hostage by this minority of crazy, baseless conspiracy theory, anti-vaxxer fucking crazy people. Enough is enough. And I say we put a stop to it. It's exactly what will happen. Right? Why wouldn't that happen? What's good? <laughs> you know? And how how far away is that? Six months? A year? Look how much look how crazy things have gotten in just the last year. You think that's not gonna happen in a year's time? A year more of this shit? More severe lockdowns are and they're gonna blame you for it. It's gonna be your fault. They can't have their shit because you, your fault. And give them your guns. And you know, <laughs> you know, right? Um, the last thing I want is, is that because it's, they're going to have a two-tier society. One's oppressing the other. One is basically the Jews now and, uh, violence inevitably 100% going to happen. Uh, thank God actually that the, in the United States, again, 20 states aren't having it. Texas, Florida, there's a lot of people, there's way too many of us. So, you know, when this showdown happens, I really don't think it's going to go the way they think it's going to. I think they miscalculated this. And here's what I'm talking about. Look at this. This was in Amsterdam, like on the weekend. These guys are all army vets up front. All the guys stand up front. Look at them all. And then the police come out. Big brave police. They got the big armored cars, cause scary people with signs, right? You need your you need your armored cars with water cannons and guns and everything, cause there's people with signs protesting. And they were running them down with horses and dogs attacking them and beating them with batons and all this shit. And then they move in the fucking... Where is it here? I don't want to skip ahead. All the good videos I had have been removed. Isn't that nice? And all you get left these two hour streams. Now they're spraying people with like ice cold water, right? I mean, it's still March. It's cold. Nah, it's probably not so bad there in Europe. Dutch is a horrible language. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's like a bastardized version of French and German. I don't understand it at all. 
Deze charge ook begonnen. En dat charge ook begonnen. Strak. Here they come. Look at the cops coming in, right? And all these guys, these are all the vets in front, protecting the protesters because they keep getting their asses beaten. So, and how many is there? Like 40? 40 dudes? And there's, look. Here come the big brave cops with their full suit of body armor and riot shields and batons. <laughs> Not moving. Well, and they just stop, right? You really? You're gonna, what, are you gonna go beat a bunch of unarmed fucking armies here? Yeah, go ahead. We kijken even achter de linie hoe het daaruit ziet. Like. Is op dit moment even de veilige plek voor mijn uitrusting, want ik heb een vrij dure camera, gimbal en alles. En die kan niet goed tegen water. Tattooed Shepherd says, cheers for real, man. Yeah, look at these assholes. I'm gonna spray with these water cannons. Nice try, like. Has it occurred to any of these people that maybe they're the bad guy yet? Have any of these cops maybe considered, uh, maybe I'm the bad guy. I'm staring down women and children and civilians and military veterans who are unarmed. And we're here dressed like this with a fucking armored car and water cannons. Hmm. Look, they're all just saluting. What are you gonna, come on, cops! Because before this, they were all get, they were game just beat the shit out of whoever. But now there's a bunch of army guys there, and they know there's cameras watching them. And all of a sudden, oh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't feel brave. All of a sudden, I don't think people would like it if you just started clubbing, clubbing their fucking veterans on TV. And the you know, the Coronu apologist idiots are on Twitter being like, they're not even they're not real veterans. It's fake. Yeah. Because they can't fathom that the, the veterans of their society actually value freedom and, uh, you know, aren't cucked. That's impossible. They must follow the rules. There's no way. It's not real. I've been, somebody said that to me on Instagram the other day. I'm a fake veteran. There's no way I would say these things. There's no way. Don't associate with veterans. We're not like that, she said. It was like, ah, uh, um, actually. <laughs> they just keep spraying them with hoses. They don't do anything. They get pretty in their face, and then they just, uh, look, they, look, the dogs are still here. They, these dogs are to chase people down and bite them and shit. They're not drug dogs. Look how many there are. It's like 15 German shepherds. What do you think they're for? They're there to intimidate people because they're terrorists now. You have no moral authority. You're the fucking, you're the terrorists, you idiots. Quit your jobs. Are you out of your minds? Look at these dudes. I think there's a better video here somewhere. It gets kind of it gets kind of dicey here for a little bit. I'm trying to find the spot, but this guy's commentary is horrifying. Anyway, um, they don't break up the protest, and then they go march because this is where they're like gathering, right, to go march or whatever through the street. Like, I mean, like in Toronto, right? They had all these people gather in Queens Park, and then the police came and were beating people, tackling random guys in the street. The guy, handicapped guy, got thrown to the ground. You know, except this time, a bunch of dudes in berets and multicam showed up. And we're like, nope, you got to go through us first. And they didn't have the fucking balls to do it. Oh, my God. How much? Uh, like, they're all just lined up there with their hands behind their backs, too. Not saying a word like the movie I thought of. Right. Just gangster. Nobody says shit. Just stand there with their hands behind their backs. And the police are getting in their face, yelling at them. And they're just like silent and they don't know what to do. <laughs> And then it's back down. It's pretty awesome. And that needs to happen more places. That needs to happen everywhere. The United States, the UK. There's more here. Look. This was from behind the line of it. There's the, here they come up. 
right back in the spot and goes, nope. Shakes his head. No. Come on, hero. Come on, hero of society. Super cop, robot, Batman. Come on. Be a hero. Be a hero. Go ahead. Crack the guy with the beret on. I fucking dare you. What are you waiting for? You were all about this last week. What changed? It's so strange. All of a sudden, you're so hesitant to do anything about it. And then the protest went off, and uh, what are you going to do? Uh-oh, that would be terrible if that caught on, wouldn't it? CRJ says the old folk military songs stir something in the blood. Yes, they do. That's why they made them. What's this one? I've never heard this guy. Oh, we'd be all right if Where's the this? wind was in our sails. So we'd be all right if the wind was in our sails. Hateful people, though, remember? These are the Nazis. Because TV said so. TV said they're Nazis. Oh, this is from 2010. I don't know what that's about. It's a cool old song, though. A couple of drinks on me. Pitcher from Ontario. Thank you so much, sir. Crisby says, where can I get a flag? Thanks for the stream. We're working on it. As soon as they're, as soon as we get them and see what they look like, if they're good to go, we'll fucking, I'm going to hook you guys up. Ron Lee has sent a link. Oh, God, what could it be? It's my own video. <laughs> I can't play it again. <laughs> Fucking guy. Ron Lee, it's like, it's like, <laughs> Ron Lee basically sends fortune cookie super chats. I'm like, I don't know what, I'm scared to open it. <laughs> I don't know what's in there. It could be reading rainbow. It could be something funny. It could be reading rainbow. It could be reading rainbow. It could be something else. It could be reading rainbow. There's so much, I don't know. See, <laughs> Send me my own fucking video. <laughs> CRJ says, how did you not punch through your phone and reach across the net to slap that Instagram Penny Holmes bitch? Mm, yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah, I screenshot it, put it in the telegram. I was like, you see what I deal with? You see the level of stupidity that's out there, the ignorance? It says, not remotely associated with the military, but that made me mad. Right? Oh, I was like, you don't associate with the military. I'm fucking pretty sure I was in the military. Pretty sure I have a bunch of medals and shit. Like, no, I remember. I'm pretty sure Penny. What was her name? What's with people named Penny? What was that her name? Penny. Yeah, everybody named Penny, Ten Penny. If you have Penny in your name, there's a substantially high level of, of chance that you're a bad person. <laughs> Pumpkin Launcher says, You pissed off the Finn clerks. Oh, shit. I'm not going to get paid now. Camus Key says, I missed stuff. Did you play the George vid I sent? No, I didn't. I'll play it right now if you want. And then I should probably roll this down a little bit. We got one more drink to have and. You know, what's this? George was my hero. 
Perhaps one of the most interesting words in the English language today is the word fuck. Out of all of the English words that begin with the letter F, yeah, Penny's a very common circ name. Referred to as the F word. It's the one magical word. Just by its sound can describe pain, pleasure, hate, and love. Fuck, as most words in the English language, is derived from German, the word frichen, which means to strike. In English, fuck falls into many grammatical categories. As a transitive verb, for instance, John fucked Shirley. As an intransitive verb, surely This fucked. isn't George talking, though, is it? Meaning's not always sexual. It can be used as an adjective. Such Sounds as different. John's doing all the fucking work. Right. As part of an adverb, surely talks too fucking much. <laughs> as an adverb enhancing an adjective, surely is fucking beautiful. Mm -hmm. As a noun, I don't give a fuck. As part of a word, abso-fucking- This is his joke, but I don't think that's him talking. Fucking credible. And, as almost every word in a sentence, fuck the fucking fuckers. Mm. As you must realize, there aren't too many words with the versatility of fuck. As in these examples, describing situations such as fraud, I got fucked at the used car lot. Dismay, aw, oh, fuck it. Trouble, yeah, it just sounds weird. I, I think it's just... I'm really fucked now. Aggression, don't fuck with me, buddy. Difficulty. I don't understand this fucking question. <laughs> Inquiry. Who the fuck was that? Dissatisfaction. I don't like what the fuck is going on here. Incompetence. He's a fuck off. Dismissal. Why don't you go outside and play hide and go fuck, fuck yourself? yourself. <laughs> I'm sure you can think of many more examples. With all of these multi-purpose applications... It was re-recorded using a potato, yeah. ...when you use the word... We say use this unique, flexible word more often in your daily speech. It will identify the quality of your character immediately. <laughs> say it loudly and proudly. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Ron Lee. Uh, okay. Uh, Canvas Key says it is him. Okay. Ron Lee has sent a super chat with a link with no explanation. <sighs> What do you think it is? That real shit, yo. <laughs> Butterfly in the sky. Come on! I can go twice as high. Let's get it on. Take a look. Nigga. In a book. My nigga. Reading rainbow. You think it's a game? I can go anyway. Suck my dick. Friends to know. My nigga. Ways to grow. Nigga. Here we go again. I can be anything. Same old shit. What? Where's my lighter? Nigga. My nigga. See, this is the shit I be talking about. You think it's a game? You think it's a game? What y'all really want? What y'all really want? Bad the fuck? Was it a drive-by at the end? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking Rotley. Reading a rainbow. Picking from Ontario says, Billy Connolly, a lot of people say that it's a lack of vocabulary that makes you swear. Rubbish. I know thousands of words, but I still prefer fuck. Eyes do I. I know a lot of words, but it just, just rolls off the tongue, you know? Just rolls off better. Um, what else? I think, I don't know. I, 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 are we good? 
We good? You guys feel better? <laughs> Other things to talk about. More or less. Alan Space Cowboy, the Clinton hit squad. If this is reading Rainbow, I swear to God. Hi there, I'm Blitz. The O is silent, and I am the founder of IMP. Are you a piece of shit who got yourself sent to hell, or are you an innocent soul who got fucked over by someone else? After lovingly killing my wife for fucking a delivery man, you can imagine my surprise when I wound up here after the state of Ohio killed me. I really wish I could stick it to that yappy jogger who saw me hiding the body. Well, luckily for you, thanks to our company's special access to the living world, we can help you take care of your unfinished business by taking out anyone who screwed you over when you were alive. When you want somebody gone and you don't want to wait too long, call the immediate murder professionals. <laughs> and grenade or cyanide will make it look like suicide. The immediate murder professionals. We do our job so well because we come straight up from hell. Who sent me this? <laughs> your husband or your wife will even let you keep the knife for the immediate murder professionals. It's die for free. I, t I mean, I, you guys, some of you guys are insane. You know that, right? <laughs> Doesn't need a good demon hit squad or two. Lone Star Texas is abso-fucking-lutely. Fuck you, you fucking fuckers. No kidding. GDR Maker, these cartoons are awesome. Watch them all. Are you watching them on your Apple fucking Macintosh from 1983? Or 85? The thing's literally older than me, and it's in better shape than I am. It still works perfectly. I don't. I'm deaf in my left ear. I have arthritis. My knees hurt. My back hurts. I can't sleep anymore. 85 Apple Macintosh, no problem at all. <laughs> so what does that say? Literally, better made better than I am. Oh, he's eating the bugs. Don't eat the bugs, don't do it. I like eating bugs. I'll eat whatever I have to to survive. Jesse, I've always done that. You go to jungle gyms and you eat the, the kitchen sink platter every time, even though it gives you a heart disease and indigestion. I like the matzo sticks. You would never want the nutrition, Jesse. That's why you never hit the kind of levels of achievement I have. <laughs> that Erica song. I gotta end it. Cam, what are you doing to me? Oh, God. Mealworm McBurger. What are you talking? All right, that's enough. That's enough. I gotta. I, that's enough. I don't think. I think that's. Make sure I didn't miss anything. Yes, masks for 10 years. We all know about that. Vaccine passports. Not gonna do it. Not having it. And the war with the press, you know, it's falling apart. I really think it is. I really think it is starting to fall apart. Sean McCartney says, you'll play reading rainbow ad nauseum, but cancer bats are, I <laughs> it's only 50 seconds. So it's not that bad. I don't want to play. And then it just turns into a jukebox. Fuck. I would just leave. I would just leave. I'll just have this thing automatically just click links and you guys can just <laughs> jukebox. <laughs> I don't buy it. But and think about it. Uh, Ron Lee is, is basically, if this was a jukebox, he's just putting tunies into it to play this 50-second song of Reading Rainbow with DMX over and over and over again. <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's kind of insane. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's not bad. <laughs> Where's the song I wanted? I knew there was one here somewhere. There it is. I think this is what I like. It's a very defiant, def defiant song. Um, people sure are mean. You got that right. <laughs> There's no tolerance for weakness here. None whatsoever. Weak people are not, uh, you know, 
it ain't for you, you know. Um, what are you guys talking about over there? Did I miss anything? Nope. YouTube, who's over there still? Anybody? Wow, quite a few, actually. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Join the Telegram chat, t.me slash Raging Dissident. Uh, entropy stream. It's on the screen. It's right there, for God's sakes. I was like, where is the link? It's right in front of you, the website. RagingDissident.tv, at jmax 64 on Instagram, because I'm banned from, you know, that's one of my own, my last, uh, <laughs> I just jump from different platforms. They ban me from one, I'll work on another one for a while and just go back and forth. Um... But, uh, you know, again, um, it seems to be coming apart. A lot of people are, are tired of it. And um, I don't know how they're going to make everybody comply. And really all that's left on the table when you think about it is like, oh, they're going to be, what are they going to false flag everybody? Is that is that what it's going to be? Who's going to fall for that at this point? Some of them will. Actually, I, actually what I think it would do, actually, is that the people that are like us are just going to dig in harder and go, bullshit. Bullshit. And the ones that aren't are going to go, I'm scared. I demand they be rolled up into camps immediately. And it's only going to accelerate the inevitable. I really don't know. I think they've overplayed their hand here. I don't play Wonderwall. <laughs> Stop sending me song links. I'm telling you not to. I'm telling you not to. And you guys keep doing it. That's a good song, though. Actually, I, I Jesus Christ, when that was out, I don't know how many times I heard that fucking song. Cam just liked to watch me spaz out. What the hell? How's this playing? No, I thought I turned it off. <laughs> Final play for a second. Phil's girlfriend really likes this song, so a little. She's had a rough weekend, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll let her have it for a minute or two. Today is gonna be the day that Philip shares some of his blow. Bye. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized he steals from the cartel. I don't believe that anybody can do that many drugs and stay alive. Can't do it. He's going to die soon. Backbeat. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's enough of this. I think. We're good. Yes. Uh, Camusly, love you, buddy. He says 116. I know. It is diagonal on forever. Let me get this song out of here. <laughs> Biden can suck my balls. <laughs> I always think it's funny when women say stuff like that. <laughs> you suck my dick. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who's? Like, do you own one that you can, like, proxy in? Like, well, not mine, but his. I own him. You can suck his. I, I, I got, you know, I, you know what I mean? Metaphorically, literally, no one really knows. Biden only sniffs. That's entirely true. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it. It's hard to figure out. To, I do have one more. I got. We got one more drink to do. We got a national anthem now. We got a flag now. Um, well, soon. Once it's on the table, once we can get it, uh, I'm going to post it everywhere. And um, we'll fire it off to everybody. All right. This guy's banned. I don't know who the fuck he is. But uh, if you have to ask if everybody's Nazis over and over again, that's pretty suspect. Goodbye. Goodbye forever. <laughs> Random people I've never seen before. Oh, very strange. Are you looking for screen caps, smart guy? Oh, no, that would never happen. Shut the fuck up. Are you guys Nazis? Yep. Yep, 100%. Straight up. Fucking Herman Goering right here, buddy. I'm 12 years old. And I have nightmares about the fucking 35-minute uh, documentary I saw on Netflix. I'm a World War II expert now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Will, are you a Nazi? Yeah, 100%, man. I'm, a na I'm, a, I'm part of the National Socialist German Workers' Party, and it's currently the year 1942. Those guys have been dead forever, dude. A long time. And the people that currently think they're Nazis are not even fucking close to what the original thing was. It's not even the same thing. They're not even close. The skinheads, the tattoo. No, no, not even the same thing. Idiots, morons. It's, uh, it is what it is. Pumpkin might, yeah, Pumpkin says he's a fallen. He might be, but, you know. Eh, you know, nobody's perfect, you know. Lots of fucking communists are pedophiles, and, well, though they, they do, yeah, no, they're, they're going to be exterminated for sure. <laughs> That's definitely the death penalty. <laughs> I'm 15, what is this? Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, I'm a, I, oh, he watched American History X. Exactly. That's re That was a documentary, dude. That's 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I got this haircut for nothing. <laughs> Guys, stop sending me links. Stop it. I'm not playing them. Oh, that's enough. We got to go. I got to go home. Um, Let's see. Oh, I got to scroll down here. Uh, CRJ says, Dagalon bumper stickers, Raging Distant TV stickers. When? There's, uh, there's a couple of things on the Redbubble page, but I got to fucking get a better... <laughs> I need, like, staff. <laughs> it's just, just taking up so much. Toll. It's a lot of work. Uh, I'll, eventually, I'll get to it. We're, let me get one thing at a time. Can I get the flags out first, for God's sakes? Camus Key says, I'm the best Spurg Nazi. Well, you guys are, now you're just out. Stop. This is not going in. This is not going in a good direction. Pumpkin Launch says, who else is waiting for the inevitable stage four diagnosis to embark on the cleansing? <laughs> oh, God. Right? I'm sorry, sir. You have fatal cancer. Why do you seem so happy with yourself? That <laughs> just means I can... You no, know, no, no, it's not good. If any of these guys get, you know, fatal diseases, expect, you know, the worst. Because then it's like, well, I got no reason not to now. Yikes. Uh, Carrot SK, to join Dagalon, you must be able to prove there's a ginger in your family tree. <laughs> I wonder, They're pretty rare, actually. Aren't redheaded people pretty... Um, I'm not... I, my hair is very brown. It's dark brown. It's just the beard is red. But that's because my internal seething and hatred for, you know, people that come into chat and ask if we're Nazis is just... It's overpowering. It's turning gray because I'm aging so quickly because it takes so much righteous fury just to, you know... It, it's using me up. It's, you know, I'm being used up. It's like the Ark of the Covenant is, you know, melting my face or something. Was that movie? Was that Indiana Jones? I don't know. Hootie8402 says, maybe he was talking about Kittler. Oh, yes. Good old Kittler getting her own statue. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you survive? Only the best race of the pig-tailed girl in my own statue. I want a statue at every university and every country in the world. I want statues on Scotland and Ireland and on the entire British Isles. They'll know the genius of my anti-climate change agenda. <laughs> Kittler, or Gretler, wasn't it? What am I talking about now? No more songs, Ron Lee. If this is fucking Reading Rainbow again, Corey Taylor, oh, see you again. I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna let's do it later, but I don't I'm trying to leave and you guys are jukebox. This isn't a jukebox. Stop it. I'm gonna chuck this song out there. He says fire picks. He says you bunch of hateful bigots. <laughs> Nick Gers was me. <laughs> you was it? <laughs> that would be actually funny. All right, you got me. You got us. Well, he's bad now. He she you Kamaski. Hello. All right, that's enough. You guys are not no more links. This is crazy. I'm just gonna not look. It's never gonna end. All right, guys. I think it's I think it's on the it's gonna get worse before it gets better obviously they're gonna try harder it's gonna obviously be conflict probably I did which is awful but it's not our fault we're the ones we're the pro freedom crowd 
We're the ones that just want to be left alone. We don't want to be forced to do anything. We don't want to be forced to make our children do anything. We don't think it's fair that you should punish people for not wanting to participate in your cult. Uh, and that's it. And that's not good enough for you. What happened to tolerance? It was never. It was always a lie. <laughs> Isn't it? It was always a lie. We just want this. We just want that. We just. Why won't you just tolerate me, bigot? Uh huh. Uh huh. And you won't tolerate our even our even existence isn't isn't enough. Well, uh, you know, keep it up. See what happens. Eventually, you know, when when Whitey snaps, he's he's he really does. You know, if you want to check the top high scores, top ten, you know, war victories, you know, it, it's. You know, and they, and they do hypocritical things. Like, people are catching on. You can't keep doing this stuff. Look at the CP24 before I did, rally held downtown to raise awareness about anti-Asian racism. You know what does that mean? You know, they're pinning it on white people who are not the ones killing Asians. It's, uh, I mean, FBI crime stats, you know what I mean? Don't look at those, you know. Toronto's Asian community and their allies... The BIPOC people held a rally at Nathan Phillips Square to raise awareness about anti-Asian racism. Look, oh, look, you're all allowed to not... So, Why aren't the police spraying these people with water cannons and beating them with clubs and so on? That's strange. Because COVID, I thought, and, you know, plague spreading, whatever, as long as you're, as long as you're part of the agenda, the racial division... Look, and I, oh, I fucking miss this. Where's the goddamn commie... Fuck, did I miss it? I think I closed it. Shite. <laughs> Basically, it was a whole article I posted in the Telegram chat earlier that uh, critical race theory, you know, is actually a communist tactic to divide your and destroy your civilization. It's incredibly toxic. They always do it, and they're doing it. This, this is another example of it right now. Let's see if I can find it. Yep. Critical race theory is a classic communist divide and conquer tactic. The insidious ideology is being used to promote estrangement rather than friendship, hostility rather than goodwill. Indeed, the tactics used by proponents of critical race theory may share many parallels with the old tactics used by the Bolsheviks. Hey, our best friends, everybody. Remember? Oh, I knew it was them. Oh, federal employees and those who work for corporations, be less white, that do business with federal government sucked into the poisonous vortex of critical race theory can thank President Trump for ordering a stop to the promulgation of critical race theory. Well, that's back on now. This is from September. Trump did actually stop this, but now it's back. Biden has reinstated it, obviously. And it's being applied in the Canadian military as we speak. Probably in the UK and definitely in the United States as well. Oh, it's important to remember that because very few of its activists have shown a much sincere desire to end racism, critical race theory should not be taken entirely at face value. If a majority of its supporters were sincere, they would be willing to have fruitful discussions in a civil society that supports civil discourse. Rather, critical race theory's agitators are committed to tearing down civil society on the pretense that it is an incubator for systemic racism. It's a Trojan horse under the guise of tolerance and love and caring they, they they sell you everything this this cake of love baked in oh it's all about love and tolerance but it's arsenic it's poison and they're picking a fight that uh i mean this has never been tried before so there's no way to really know if it's going to work or not i don't think it is uh, Cam says, don't ignore me. I never ignore. What do you mean ignore you? Jeez. 
Ron Lee says set up an after party for links, though. The guys in the chat will have to do that. I think the plaid gazebo people will be doing that. If you want to, if you guys want to spam away, go right ahead. Sean McCartney says, cheers, man. Enjoy a cigar. I have a couple right under there. I'm saving them up. Thank you for those, by the way. They're, they're excellent. I, you know, just trying not to smoke too many of them because my lung, I did get a little bit of a cough there. <laughs> I sucked like five of them back in a month. Fire Pixie says, I love you, bigots. We love you, too. And, oh, thank you very much. McAvoy, the gun goddess, is something positive. I know some history. I remember. Hope you can play it. Uh, it says, sorry, content isn't available at this moment. <laughs> so I guess I can't. Well, I don't know what it is, but it's not working. Maybe the link isn't uh, isn't all the way there. That doesn't make sense. Huh. Actually, you know what? Maybe that dot isn't supposed to be there. Bing. I'm a genius. That's exactly the problem. What is it? I just don't want to miss you. The old army base. Cornwallis, they shut this down. It was a, one of the bases in uh, Nova Scotia for a long, long time. A lot of people used to do the basic training here. World War II, they built this bitch. I just don't want to get beaten by the warrant again. I just don't want to lose my NVGs. <laughs> when you can't find all seven mags can't find all your mags all your heart jumps into your throat and all you can see is duty forever every weekend forever you just want to kill yourself to make it stop everybody hates being in the army it's a stressful nightmare that gives you permanent anxiety. <laughs> Thanks for that. CRJ says, do you still have a mailing P.O. box? Yes. If you want to email me, I'll give it to you. I found a thing Philip would appreciate. If it's a kilogram of cocaine. <laughs> Yaska says, cheers, bigots. I love you all. All right, guys. That's it. That's going to do it for me. 116. I can't believe we made it through this many. Uh, they're picking a fight they can't win, in my opinion, in my estimation. It's gotta come to a. Uh, it's gotta come to a head sooner or later. And it's taken a while. People are slowly starting to get angrier and angrier and angrier. And like I said, um, it seems like they started strong. They came out hard, and we're only halfway there, and they're starting to run out of gas. Uh, I don't know. That's gonna be a problem. If the lions want war, we go fight them till the battle ends. Yep. If the tigers come running, we go fight them till we're the nice till we're not. Ends. Exactly. When the elephants come, they go bow to my brethren. Yeah. That... I, I wouldn't want to be on that side, honestly. Because they're all in. They're all in. Being all in on something this long, as much of a long shot as, uh, I don't know. There's no, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna hide on the fucking moon? You know we got nukes, right? <laughs> Fuck them. You guys are amazing. Yes, the CRJ. Miss McAvoy. Fire 50, Sean McCartney, Ron Lee, Chamis Key. Texas, LM Space Cowboy Pickley from Ontario. Breathe fire like a dragon killing woman's armor. 
No, Phil, I am worried about it. You've hooked him on a serious blow habit. No, five no, five grams a day is not reasonable or cheap. When's the last time you had money? That, dude, what, what is he, Motley Crue? Who can who can who can afford this level of drug? Oh, you have a plan. All right, let's fucking see it, because I there's no way I'm paying for this. 
Well, I just what what am I, Doctor Ten Penny? I've got six hundred dollars a day to sell, you know, horse shit grifting material to pay for this. In- I'm, I'm going to send him back to Danzig, and now he's going to have a blow problem. Actually, Danzig would probably maybe they're into that. I don't know. Well, you're getting back into counterfeit what? COVID passports. I would obviously. I always hear you out, dude. Slow down. You know what? You just wait for your turn to talk and you never stop because you're high as fuck all the time. Right. Yes. You said this. Black fraudulent fraudulent COVID passports. But there's a what's the catch? What? They're laced with you want to make you want to sell fraudulent COVID. You want to you want to sell no real COVID passports that aren't real. But you want to eliminate the people that you're going to lace them with fentanyl. So basically, if their pores are open at all, they're going to touch these pages of this fake passport and just die. Why? Like, what? <laughs> what? I thought it was, Phil, I'm pretty sure they're going to be over like your phone. It's going to be digital. I don't think they're going to be actual passports now. What do you mean? What are you going to do with what? Why do you have a barrack box? Full of full of fake United States passports. Do I even want to know? Where did you get these? There's got to be fucking hundreds in here. Are these real people? Who's that? Is that yet? That's Jessica's passport. How did you get? Th- Dude, what the? F- All right. Again, I'm going upstairs. You guys do what you got to do. You know, Betsy looks looks just run out, you know. Dennis and Stacy, just would you leave? Get a room, you guys. You're gross. Billy Bob, I don't know. You need to... <sighs> I only I party all night long! I know you do. I know you... Well, I mean, partying is not really the word. I call it an addiction. That's a cute word, you know, you blowheads use for, you know, partying. I'm just partying. What's your what's your even excuse for this? You're supposed to be the bouncer. You were supposed to be all over that Nick Gers guy, and you were nowhere you were nowhere to be found. I was neck deep in a good time. It's not a good time. It's bra- I'm out. I'm going. To, I'm going to bed. I'm going to. You're just a bitch. Shut up. I made you. You're gonna call me a bitch. Fuck this. I need new employees. Brutal. It's like they all live in my head. They're not even real. You guys might you guys might as well just be inanimate objects for the amount of work you do around here. <laughs>